through a series of events, I had the very good fortune of connecting with Mike Olivella of Precor. What started as a very brief conversation nearly five months before this episode was recorded evolved into me ultimately flying out to Blakely, Georgia to the arena training facility and taking a three-day distance carving course with Mike and his sidekick, Fred Baker. This was an experience that I'll never forget. And during that experience, we had the opportunity to sat down on the back porch overlooking the pond at the arena training facility. So we're outside in this one. We have the headsets on. There's definitely bullfrogs. There's crickets. Uh, and it got a little buggy. But we had a nice long chat about Mike's background, where he's come from, all the things he's done, and what he's doing now. If you weren't sure about Mike and what he's about, you definitely will after this episode. The dude is all business. He's the consummate professional. I think what he's doing as an instructor in an industry that sometimes feels like it's lost its way, it's clear that Mike's compass knows exactly what direction it's going. If you've been listening to the show, you've heard me talk about BioPro Plus. It's a non-synthetic alternative to prescription HGH hormone treatments. I get to basically experience the benefits of my own natural HGH, and I don't have to worry about any needles, any doctor appointments, or any weird side effects. The best part about this was is it started working super fast for me. I'm talking days, not weeks, and it's 100% safe. So the process to get BioPro Plus was super easy. I just ordered a 30-day supply of a nighttime and a daytime formula or morning formula. I hold this stuff under my tongue for about 90 seconds before I swallow it. Right away, I noticed changes. One of the biggest things that came up for me was my recovery time improved. A couple other things I wasn't mad about. My libido went through the roof and my sleep was markedly better. Another downstream benefit of all the things that I mentioned, my body fat continues to, to drop and I haven't really changed that much about my lifestyle, my workouts, or my nutrition program. It's been pretty shocking. Listen, if you're interested in getting started on BioPro Plus, it's super easy. You can go get your 30-day supply by going to bioproteintech.com, or you can simply follow them at bioproteintech and follow the links there. When you get there, use code IRONSIGHTS for $30 off your order. Welcome to Iron Sights After Dark. During my 25 plus years in the fitness industry, I've always been passionate about expanding my physical, mental, and hard skills to be prepared for whatever life might throw at me. From fitness to firearms and beyond, taking a holistic approach to being prepared has led me on a journey to seek and share both knowledge and skills from expert resources in the civilian, LEO, military, and first responder communities. The mission of this podcast is to help others expand their capabilities and knowledge of preparedness while building strength in the community that shares similar goals and values. So ultimately, we contribute together and grow together. Mike Olivella. Yep. Precor. Welcome to the show, my dude. Thank you. I'm so stoked to have you. We're down here in Georgia at the Arena Training Facility. You know, I, I did a, a one earlier with um, Mark Smith, and we had a little bit of light so people could see kind of the, the pond behind us and the nature and kind of our setting. Uh, amazing spot. Thanks so much for having me down, man. Oh, you're welcome. It's a, it, it's a great location. We... We looked around, and 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 this this place it, it, it definitely checks the boxes for us. We we we, we, we tried hard to, to to find everything to create this atmosphere in in our classes where folks could stay in one place. We train when we get up, 
we knock off for the day, but we have dinner together. We sit down mm-hmm. and the class never really stops. We, the, the, the best questions come out in the evening. Yes. You know, over beer after somebody has had a chance to, to, to get off the range, wash their hands, get cleaned up and, and, and just think about it. And like the light bulb goes on from something that happened at two o'clock in the afternoon. And and we, we come back to it. Like, you know, I, I, I couldn't find the words Mm-hmm. That, you know, in the moment, but hey, can you run me through this one more time? And Fred's, you know, the last one to go to bed. So, like, I mean, he is he's always available, and um, yeah, we we we, we try to capture all of that. So. What I mean, I think that's a that's a thing. I think I was talking about that earlier with Mark or somebody. Maybe it was just it was last night. I was talking to Blake, but the. The best part about this, and I mentioned this to you, I think yesterday, is just that I'm a processor. You came by, you're just like, hey, man, how you doing? You good? I'm like, yeah. And I get that a lot from people because they hear me on the show, you sure. know, and I'm talking to people. I'm asking a lot of questions, and I'm really engaged that way. Like, I'm all in when we're sitting in these situations. And I'm all in when we're on the range or in whatever teaching situation. Yeah, you were laser focused, man. I, that's, I, 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 I leave you alone and let you do your thing. Yeah, I'm quiet. I'm very quiet. I'm just trying to take it all in. I'm listening to everybody else. But what you just said right there about you know, as a processor um, and you know, going back and laying in bed at night till two in the morning, staring at the ceiling, thinking about all the things that I learned today and the mistakes I made and the successes I had and the, the successes and the mistakes I saw other people you know, experience throughout the day. The, but prior to that though, yeah, we finish up the day and you get to come back and you get to ask questions. You get to have some really, let's just say very specific conversations about a lot of things. And what you, what you find in these situations is, is the dudes that come out to these things are, excuse me, are just really good dudes that, that have so much to offer, you know, and not just the instructors, right. And we'll talk about you guys in a, in a second, but the, the men that are out here and the things that they're doing and, and what they bring to the table and, and how they contribute to the growth and education process is nothing short of remarkable. And, and I don't, it's not something that you can create. Otherwise you just have to be here. That that's the enrollment process. I mean, we, we keep getting dinged on, there's no website link to sign up and, and, and come buy this, Th- this isn't available to everybody. I, I interview every single student that reaches out that wants to take this class. We, we talk and I make sure they understand what we're going to do here for the next couple of days. And not everybody is, is right for this it's class. not for everybody. Yeah. It, it, it isn't. They're, they're looking for something else. It, it's not that our class is, is not available to everybody, but I need to make sure you understand what you're signing up to buy. Mm-hmm. And if you think it's going to be a, another experience, I'm, I'm going to tell you who you should be looking into and you can sign up for those classes. They're, they're, they're great. And when you're ready for this, what we're doing here, then, then, then let's, let's give it a try. Uh, you're, I, I want to hear what your goals are. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what holes are in your game right now? The distance carbine template that we do, I, I call it diet precision rifle. It, 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 there's no <laughs> okay. com- there's no computers. It, it, it's it's a little simpler. I, I think it's, it's a great that's a great way to put it. Yeah, we, we we try to take some of those aspects out of it. We 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 talk about the main ideas the computers handle and what what they're doing, but we want to take the rifles that is your everyday use gun and it, it can still be applied 
to distance and, and all, all of the fundamentals are the same. I mean, like we, we have to execute those correctly. Um, you can do a lot more with less and uh, I'm not always going to have that long gun. Mm-hmm. That, that's not the best tool for we're, we're doing as much as we can with a Leatherman, not a, not a specialized tool. You know, I think that's an interesting way to put it too, because when you look at what's happening out here and we can talk about that a little bit, and this is what intrigued me. I want to actually tell that story for a minute, but was the doing more with less and then also recognizing that not everybody has a quiver of all of these things accessible to them. But we know now more than ever, you know, how many Americans, you know, are out there that have a carbine, you know, 11 and a half, 12 and a half, 13, seven, 14, five, 16 inch, whatever. That's what they have. Right. And so, you know, what can't, what is that thing capable of and what can you do? And that conversation this interest. This is the story. So I'm at Shot Show, right? And and as my first experience there, and uh, admittedly a little bit overwhelmed and, sure. and a little bit nervous because I had some, I had this amazing lineup of people that I was I was out there to interview as well as get the the whole the full experience. It's day one, and I had hadn't interviewed yet. I was I was hitting the I hit the floor and I was waiting for my boy Eli who helps me with all the editing and all the cool stuff that uh, this will actually get turned into. He showed up and we went upstairs into the suite. We set up the set up the 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 interim studio for the week or whatever. And we're like, all right, man, it's time to go downstairs and get a drink. Like <laughs> I, I need I need to relax. So I get on the elevator or I, we, we push the button for the elevator, the door opens, and there's you and Fred standing yeah. there in the elevator. And I'm like, holy shit, these are the guys. <laughs> like this is and, and mind you, I'd been down on the floor earlier and I'd met and seen a lot of people that I had never met before, but also met up with with, with people that I had in the past. And this was like, well, this is a fucking opportunity. I got 30 seconds to go from, you know, the 11th floor to the first floor. I'm going to, I'm taking, I'm taking an opportunity. I'm like, dudes, how's it going? You know, it was hitting all the buttons. It was basically like <laughs> that. Yeah. It was basically like that. And, you know, it was very, very much, you know, you guys are, you know, hey, good. We're doing good. I'm like, you guys headed to the bar and you know, exactly. It, it was exactly that. But here's the thing. We wound up having a very, I, I would, I'm just going to call it this without giving credit to myself. There was a very intelligent, very intuitive conversation that was happening at at that time. And it was about what you just said. And to me, that really resonated, you know, as a guy who's on a journey to do more with less, yeah. um, who has some, you know, has capability, but limited and is looking to make the most out of what he can get out of the time that he spends doing the things that he does. And that's an investment in time, that's an investment in money, and that's an investment in energy. There's emotion involved there and sure. and, and whatever. And I, I had the opportunity to talk with you guys separately during that night, and it didn't take me long. But I will tell you, these con- this conversation went a couple hours sure. um, and until the wee hours of the morning where I was just like, these, I have to know more. Like, <laughs> I, I have to know more. And then... Um, so when there was an invite, I was like, oh, I'm fucking doing this. Like, and so this thing had been on the calendar a while. Sure. Like, it was like, Hey, you can come out to this, this thing. And I was like, oh my God, like I had other obligations during this time. I was like, how am I going to tell this guy? No, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I got to work this out. And then as good things generally do, you know, and when the universe, you know, aligns and the moon, sun and stars and, and things happen, this ended up being, you know, an availability on the calendar and we was able to work it out. And I feel completely blessed 
to be here and so fortunate to have, uh, you know, just sort of alluding to the experience that I'm getting and the knowledge that's being that, that I'm, that I'm getting. And it's, it's so different in so many ways, but also it's very, um, uh, it's the word I'm looking for. It's, it's very familiar in terms of other great experiences that I'm having, it's just, but it's very different at the same time. Um, and I, the only way you're going to understand that is to come to one of these things. Sure. But, uh, man, this is, this has been something and there's still a whole other day in front of us that I can't, I can't get yeah, to yeah, wait till to. tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, that said, I, I just want to, you know, publicly thank you for having me here. Nah, you're welcome. And, uh, and, and trusting me, uh, to c- number one, come out here and be part of what you guys are putting together because it's special. And, you know, people might be listening to that kind of, okay, whatever, you got something to sell or, you know, promote or whatever else, whatever, dude, whatever. You can think whatever you want, but this is different. And at the same time, it's, I know when I walk away from here, when I go back and I have to travel back all the way across the United States after I've had, you know, a few whiskeys with all the Georgia bugs. I mean, every whiskey has at least three bugs per sip. Like it's just something you got to get used to. When I get, the lid. <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah you're, you've been here before. You've done this. Not you, my first trip. I'm a rookie. Yeah, drinking out of the styrofoam cup, open lidded styrofoam cup. But but going home, I know that there will be so much that I will continue to process and think about and be able to apply every time I go out to the range to do anything. That's uh, the idea. I anything. mean, it, it, it really yeah. is. This The, the skill set from day one is directly transferable to anything shooting. The fundamentals of the fundamentals. Doesn't change. They don't. And we we have, obviously, the nuances that precision rifle scoped guns need, but you can distill these principles and everything we did to your your pistol shooting to, 1, to, to anything. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it, it is a refinement clinic on the fundamentals, but then yet... Mm-hmm some validation you, you need a little bit of that what we did today is is this is the part people are looking for you, you got to prove it we got to we have to see it and, and and we did it well we more than did it we had success with it but we also had a lot of failures in it and getting way outside your comfort zone with a lot of things that's the idea um and being held accountable to those things in a very deliberate kind of way um, which was which i found to be refreshing uh, in, a, in a lot of ways. But again, the accountability piece is really what I'm taking away from this. And I don't mean that in like, you did it or you didn't do it. No, it's like, what are you doing? Like, what am I doing? And how are the inputs that I'm putting in affecting the outputs that I'm that I'm actually getting in this sure. process? And be, they're measurable, right? So you, and then you can immediately step back and go, okay, so if this happened, I can start to go back through the steps to understand why it happened that way, which was... Again, I, 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 there's richness in that, and I don't. And again, people can can be listening to this, going, "Yeah, man, that's what you should be getting from every class." You're probably, yeah, you're right. You should be, but you don't. So, so you can you can walk away and you know feel like you got faster or you sure. know more accurate or whatever. But did you really? Do you know why? And do you know how you did it? Um, that's been a real takeaway for me. The best educator I ever had in anything. Period. I mean, going through school or, or coaching with, with, with shooting or, or any other activity I've been involved in, um, his curriculum was heavily steeped in the concept of the relationship between comfort zone and margin for error. 
Now, there is a, a huge safety component involved with firearms. We, we've got to do everything safely. And getting outside your comfort zone while still remaining safe. Yeah, with no compromise there. Yep. No compromise there. Like that, That's important. But the more time we can spend outside of our comfort zone, we expand that margin for error. It gets a little bigger once we get back in our comfort zone. And this is a bit of a, a stretch of, of, of what is accepted as a norm. Lots of people say it can't be done mm-hmm. and they slap labels on it and, and, and limitations. But it, it is, it's no different. When, when you jump over to the precision rifle, it, it range is just a number. And what is, what is possible, there were just a couple of weirdos a decade and a half ago that were shooting 308 at a mile. 1,600 meters of the 308 was... What, Weirdos. That, that, yeah, that, 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 that's crazy talk. Only super long barrels. It's a 300-yard gun, man. Right. <laughs> oh. 800 to 1,000 yards, if you, if you look on Wikipedia, something, right. something silly like that. Something the, the, stupid. You know, the, the replacement for the M110 these days, the, 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 you know, the HK submission they're doing now, M110A1, it, it, it's with the six-power optic it has. They slap a label on it. Max effective range is 600 meters. It, it's just... That's crazy talk to us. Uh, we, we, we've been doing it for a long time, and to try to create a curriculum that we can unpack in two days for the the everyday shooter mm-hmm. that, that they can just bring nothing more than a red dot and a magnifier and jump out to over seven, 800 yards. Or, or, I mean, what, what did you get out to you yeah. today? No, I got out to like 780 yards today. 780 meters. Yeah, meters. We, we, we shoot meters. meters. We, 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 we do that, but we brag in yards. Right. So. We, uh, so that's interesting. So going back to yesterday and what you were just saying there about pushing people outside of their comfort zone, in order to do that, you have to you have to accept that there may be some value in doing something different than what you've been told or what you've drilled into your belief system for a very long time. Sure. Whether that's in building position, whether that's in what your what your rifle is again capable, capable or not capable of doing, right. uh, whether that's in you know your you know what your optic is capable or not capable of doing. That that was yesterday for me. Uh, and it was very uncomfortable because my experience has been with, let's just say when you're looking through an optic at distance with way more information. Sure. Right. And, and I'm a guy that likes a lot of information. Like, yeah. Once you have it, you always like, 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 geez, you've, you've taken away all of my, my foundation that I want to stand on and all the things I normally want to use. It it is a a, a bit, uh, sobering to, like, uh, that, like, to put it lightly, to put it lightly, <laughs> to put it lightly. And, and so then you, you recognize that there's so many like finer adjustments that you can make to your regular shooting game that will, when I say regular, like inside sure. 50, hundred yards or whatever, and how those fundamentals, the fundamentals within the fundamentals that you, you can almost, I don't want to say ignore, but just be like, yeah, I got that, you know, like almost, uh, under respect it, like how those have to be revisited in a different way. And so in listening to it, you're going, really, man? Cause this sounds wacky, right? <laughs> you know, like in, in a couple of cases. Um, but the, the teaching process and the, the curriculum and the way you guys have put it together, there's a slow build to this and you kind of have to hang in there sure. a little bit as a student, you have to hang in there. And the, part of that comes with trust. 
So if you come, that comes with mindset, right? You have yep. to be like, well, I'm here for a reason. So I, I just need to listen. I need to put this stuff aside for a second and I need to kind of fall forward into it, right? Rather than resist it and just, and just give it a shot. And when you do that, um, it was, it's very hard for me to relax into it. But once I got there and I was seeing things kind of happen with a lot of failure, a lot of failure, right. To, to start, things started to click a little bit and I walked away from yesterday. I'm not going to lie. I was a little frustrated, not with you, not with the (laughs) curriculum, with me and not being like a faster learner. And, and here's what I recognized. Couldn't tell. Star- <laughs> staring at the ceiling last night, I was like, no, it's not my learning process. I'm learning. I just haven't executed properly. Not you, yet. You had an expectation based on what you've already done. 1,000%. And, and, and people come at this from different corners. Yep. So it, it's a pretty equal balance of folks that, that take this class that have never done any type of distance shooting whatsoever, no reticles. They don't own an LPVO or, or, a, or a larger magnified optic. This, this is it. Mm-hmm. They had a pistol. Then they bought a shotgun or, or a carbine and they've taken some classes. They shot out to a hundred, 200. And then, well, what's this about? And we, we, we've had all walks of life on that side from deputies and officers and, and service members to UFC fighters all, all over the place that, that, that have, have done this is as far as they have ever gone, period. Like this is their, their, their entire experience with distance shooting. Then we've also had people like a background, at training background like yourself, that you've dabbled in a lot of things. That's exactly you, it. That's you, me. You have gone high. You have had some formal instruction with long-range training and – now we're applying it to something that is, it's not implied that this tool be used in this way. Mm-hmm. So you've got a little bit different perspective as to, okay, I, I, I get it. I've seen the ride. I know the projectile it's, flies it's possible. after it does it. It's, 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 possible. it's possible. I just have to figure out how to make but, this but, work. But now I have to do it in this format. Yep. And um, I'm, I'm going to learn these new nuances to make this equipment make it possible. So here's how this, here's how this transitioned and, and sort of, um, evolved for me today. Mm-hmm. So again, I walked away yesterday, a little fresher, like I wished I'd done better, but that again, that's all based on probably some unrealistic expectation. Not that I didn't expect that the gun could do that. Cause there's plenty of other people on the line that were making it happen. It's like, why am I not making it happen? So, um, buddy the, train. What's that? Buddy train. Why? Why? Yeah. To get better, to be better all the time. Better than who? Better than me. Better than you yesterday. Better than me. So that's the only reason to train. So I got up today, right? And I and I, I put that all aside, and I walked out there today, and I was with some amount of reservation and hesitation, like God, I hope I don't suck today, <laughs> right? Um, and I, that's how I always, you know, approach things in life, hard things. I was sure. like, I just don't want to suck at this. So, but I got past that a little bit, and there were a few. There were with most things. Uh, and I think this is most things in life. Like if you work hard enough at something and you just continue to focus and you listen, you trust the process, trust the coaches and you give them the, you know, again, you, 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 they're in the driver's seat. Like just listen to the, these are the pilots, right? Like I get on airplanes all the time and I don't fucking think about it. Right. Sure. Like I just expect they're going to get me there. So that's why I had to remind myself of that this morning, you know, just like the plane trips that I took to get here. Like I got to get on the, I got to get on this plane and I just got, I got to ride it for a little while. I'm not trying to fly it yet. 
right? I need to understand how this works first, right? The fundamentals are. So there were some aha moments today. Fred got behind me on, on the spotting scope today and he walked me into a target. There were about three things he said to me today that, and Fred's a man of, which is interesting. I can't wait to talk to him more, but he, he's, he's a guy that he's kind of a quiet guy, but when he has something to say, like I'm, I'm all locked in, he boiled it down into just a few basic sentences and it changed my world. And then after that, boom, I was hitting, right? He's, and then he it was, says a lot without saying much. That's, that's what I mean. And so, and he didn't have to, and you know what? He knew that. Yeah. He wasn't trying to overload me with information. He knew I had the stuff in there. I just needed to apply it differently or I needed to hear it maybe a little differently. And I did that. And here's the thing that from, from that point forward, I just remembered everything he said when I, when I missed, Sure. you know, on, on any other target, I was like, okay, so let me come back to these very basic things. And part of it was, is just like, I was not comfortable being out in no man's land yeah. for, for lack of a better term. And Maybe we can talk about that that different when you're looking through that reticle. But for the listeners out there, I didn't own a magnifier until about two weeks ago. <laughs> so so I shoot at EOTech all the time on all my stuff. Anything else I've done has been on LPVO. So putting a magnifier on there, I was literally looking through it and shooting through it for the second time ever, you know, yesterday. So to go back and have an expectation that I was going to be fucking crushing it is ridiculous. Sure. Right. So anyhow, um, that, that again, some huge takeaways today. And so my evolution from yesterday to today, to the end of today, by the time I finished today, I was like, thank God, like <laughs> you're not a dumbass. You know, it was kind of, was the, was the pressure I was putting on myself. I mean, it's a bit on hard mode. I mean, a, a an EOTech with a magnifier, it's not a scope. The, the the optical experience and and how good glass is getting with the LPVOs and and any other scope, it, it it's it's not the same image quality any any of it. I mean, w- w- look at how many pieces of glass that the image goes through. Mm-hmm. It, it it's it gets done, but no, it is it is not the optical experience we we were we would prefer to have, but. Man, it sure is convenient at a couple of ounces that it pops off your gun and goes in a pouch or a pocket. Sure. And then look how much I can do now with it. What an eye opener it is. It, the, the magnifier. I mean, I w- was not a very big magnifier believer until about six, seven years ago. I, I, I never really found one that worked well, but I, I did commit to them. And it was pretty profound of, of how powerful that sensor actually is. The things you can do with it, it does not just make things three times bigger. Mm. All of the things we, we went through in class, helping you with calling wind better to, to, to all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it's, a, it's, it's a tremendous capability boost. And the nice thing about it, it it's just renting space on your gun. It doesn't have to live there. Yeah, this is, this is the thing. This comes back to the doing more with less. With less. And again, when you think of just about the the average dude out there and what he may or may not have in his safe, you know, sure. the best gun being the one that he has, right? Right. And how to be as capable as you can with what you've got. Uh, this makes a lot of sense, right? And 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 I also think you know for for those listeners out there that are like, well, I don't have a long distance gun. Uh, <laughs> Well, what do you have? Because you'd be surprised at what that thing can do when you They're shoot rifles. it. They're rifles. Exactly right. This is not a this is not a pistol, right? Right. That 
just shoots a little further with a little bit bigger caliber, right? It, this, it's it's not a sub gun. It's a it's a rifle. It does and, shit. It does it does shit. And you have to shoot it to understand that, and you have to be exposed to these things and be sure. again, as I said, put taken way outside of your comfort zone <laughs> to really understand that. And uh, again, so. Some profound moments. Again, there were some very skilled shooters on the line sure. over the last two days, and I watched all of them work. Uh, I, I stand in the back, you know, a lot of times, and I'm quiet, and I'm just kind of, I'm not zoning out. I am, I'm literally, sure. and I'm exhausted, quite <laughs> frankly, uh, just from the information overload. Uh, but that's not just from what I was getting, given as a student. It's what I'm gaining from watching and talking with other people, seeing how they use their equipment, how they manipulate it. What how, works for them. And how many rounds did you bring? Yeah, so here's the thing. That was the thing. I woke up this morning and I looked in my box of ammo and I was like, because I had ammo shipped out here. I'm like, I'm not traveling with this. And I looked in and I was like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to have enough ammo to get through today. I, I had 200 rounds shipped here. I used all 200 rounds, but I was, we used them right up until the last drill. And like, I, I always want to feel like I left something on the table, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit, you know, at the end, uh, with regard to how many rounds I fired. Cause we're not burning shit down out here. Nope. This is, things are supposed to be precise, right? Yep. So, so anyway, I went through 200 rounds. I know guys were, were probably closer to the 250 count maybe. Ish. It, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I was being very deliberate about every shot I was sending down with the exception of one point yesterday where I felt... I knew because I've been here before where I was getting a little frustrated and I was, I was rattling shit, shit, shit off faster than I should have been. Um, I, was, I was guessing. I was just like, I got to get the hit, mm-hmm. right? Versus no. But slow slow down. the fuck down, man. Yeah. Like, yes, the goal is to get the hit, but how you get the hit is the important part here. So anyhow, um, yeah, 200 rounds. That's what, that's what I brought. And man, I got, I got every dollars worth out of every <laughs> round with the exception of maybe these five rounds that I kind of just sent. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That, was I mean, great. that that's the, uh, you know, that, that is required in the packing list. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I say you can complete the curriculum with as few as 200 and it, it, it'll get it done. We, we want you to learn from each individual shot. There's lots of classes where you can go shoot a, a super high volume of fire over the course of, of two or three days. We want you to learn from every single shot. Every round is an opportunity. And if we don't hit, and even when we do, if we don't hit as well as we would like to, I'd like to learn a little bit more about that shot and you know, I, I, make, I actually, make the next one better. Yeah, I actually enjoyed the pressure of today, not yesterday, <laughs> but today <laughs> I enjoyed the pressure of knowing that I had a limited round count. Yeah. And so that that mattered. Not, not that, oh, I can let this one fucking go, you know, or, you know, oh, no big deal. No, every shot was a big deal. Um, so it, it all mattered. And so I, I, I actually enjoyed that pressure. So, you know, for people that may be listening, going, well, you've spent two days out there and you only put 200 rounds down. I'm going, I've been signed up for classes where the minimum round count for like six hours is 500 rounds, mm-hmm. you know, and here I've spent, you know, a collective, what, 16, 17 hours out on the range and in classroom time, which is important to understand. Like you don't just, you don't just go out there and do this. There's things you have to understand. And and part of the curriculum is, is understanding the nuance of these things and how to set things up properly and what we're going to be looking at when we go out there. You can't do this without that classroom time. You, You can't. So if you're not a person that can be patient enough to sit in the classroom, if you're, if, 
then this probably isn't the right thing for you. It's not. Because it's not, what you're going to get... It, it's not going to happen to you. No. You have to, to, to show up. There has to be... There, that has to happen. You need to take notes. You need to... You need to understand that the 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 information is dense. Uh, and what I saw, again, going back to the to the shooters on the line, there's some very experienced people here. They're all taking notes. They're all taking it in. They're all asking questions. So, and these are very good, accomplished, you know, known shooters. We get a lot of pros, man. Yeah. We, we we have a lot of pros that, that that take this seriously. They've they've been through packages before. Uh, with, with with similar objectives, or you know, maybe something you know else that that, that was, was was very technically demanding, and yeah, we, we we have a lot a lot of pros you know come through the class, and that that's what we're trying to find is, is the person that really wants what we're putting out, and I mean the round count being abbreviated. This is a class that that Fred and I designed in the middle of COVID. Ammo was scarce. Ammo was expensive. Ammo was hard to find. What could we do to bring what we like doing, what like teaching, like talking about to to everyone that that might be interested in doing this and, and start stretching these guns out? Um, there are a lot of folks that have never done any type of precision shooting or long range, and mm-hmm. and 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 think assume wrongly there's there's some voodoo to it that it's it, it's uh. <laughs> It's not attainable, um, but uh, we, we want to make this accessible to everybody. Yeah. And and this this is the, the the gateway curriculum between your regular short gun class and the next thing. The next thing, right. and we we have designed two separate curriculums. There, this, this is block one of distance carving. There is a block two that focuses more heavily on LPVOs. We get into the weeds on the reticle and and what additional attributes that that setup brings to the table and it, it is it is different yeah um there are more options and, and and different workflows the distances don't change but um the application changes the application does yeah and yeah so i th- th- that's my takeaway uh is the distances don't change mm-mm. the gun is capable Yep. Right. Yep. Range it's, is just, it's just a variable. It's about you, the shooter and what you are able to do with the given equipment, Yep. you know, that happens to be in front of whatever you've chosen. Uh, and it doesn't have to be a $10,000 gun, right? Nope. It doesn't have to be a $5,000 gun. Nope. Right. Uh, that was the, that was a great part about it. Again, everybody had, had learned a little something about their equipment this weekend, right. Um, or has to this point. Uh, and I certainly learned you know, a ton about mine and it's a new, new gun to me, which was a little bit of a challenge as well. Just kind of figuring it out, which is part of the reason I wanted to come, you know, and, you know, going back and you were talking about, you know, most people haven't had the opportunity to maybe reach out as far as like a facility like this will provide, um, which is one of the amazing parts about this facility is that people, you know, they'll, they'll say, well, I just, you know, I don't have access to the 600, 800, you know, whatever yardage, you know, you're trying to shoot with whatever gun. You rode the ride today, though. You you saw today was just confirmation of, of all of the work we put in yesterday. Yesterday at 100 yards. That 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 sent you home frustrated and, yep. and, and exhausted, yep. frankly. And I mean, how, how much did you shoot yesterday? Uh, I mean, I don't. So I think I came out. So like I said, I had 200 rounds total. I probably went through. 60 yeah 60 maybe 70 rounds yesterday okay and yeah. and they, that might be 
some of the 60, 70 hardest rounds you've shot in that, a that, while. That's what I'm saying. That was enough to overwhelm me. Sure. Right. At, at a lot of levels. And it's the same for everybody. You know, everybody, everybody was challenged, even, even the more experienced guys at some level, you know, yesterday with, with that round count. I think that the, the, the bigger take, the, the big takeaway for me from yesterday was, is something that you said, which really resonates with me. And I think this is something that people need to hear is that you said for you and, you know, with a guy that can, what I witnessed was do some pretty crazy stuff with, with a carbine and a, you know, and a magnifier was that if you had two hours or three hours to spend, or even a day at the range that you would spend your time at a hundred yards yep. working on those fundamentals and the things that we did yesterday, because if you can't do that, then why are you trying to reach out to something else that you're not you you can't do at a hundred? If if you don't have the foundation, you have nothing, right? And so most people have. Well, I don't know. That may be a, a statement. I may be speaking out, out of turn here, but if you can get to a hundred yards, like there's so much that can be done. Sure. And and I've learned that in other classes as well. Sure. Is that like this is where this is what really matters: the confirmation of what you can do at that point. Though that's your set point because everything from there, then you're just you're calculating and it's confirmation doing all the things beyond that. So I think that's an important thing for people to hear. Like there's no reason for you to, 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 to say like, well, this is not important for me because you know, I only have, you know, 50 to a hundred yards to work with, dude, you can get a lot of work done in that amount of time yes, and, you can. and how it translates. And had I not done that yesterday, today would have just been a shit show for me, <laughs> a total shit show and probably for everybody else. So I, I, again, some, some big takeaways, but just going back to sort of the curriculum and, and kind of what you're doing, you know, here with this one, you mentioned block two and, and how it evolves. Let's talk about Precor for a second. Sure. Let's, let's go back to Precor. First off, where does Precor come from? <laughs> like, what does that even mean, man? I got to know. Precor is not a word. Um, the, the, the company I worked for before forming Precor, um, it, it, uh, amazing organization, great people over there. And he named his company from two ancient languages to, to create a contraction that's not a word either. Okay. And uh, like the, I, I'm, I, I get that because like I, I really can't find a way to define what I'm trying to do here well with, without something cliche and, and common. And if I'm going to do a company, I, I might as well sit down and think about this name. What, is, what does it mean to me? What, what, what is it that I want? What, what thought do I want to convey? And um, Precor, P-R-A-E, Prey, is the Latin prefix of pray to come before, to, to originate, to, to be, okay. be first. Um, and core is, from English language, to, to be at the center of something. And I, I, I wanted that contraction to mean to be at the center in an original idea, mm. an original thought, and a way of doing things. We're going to touch on the accepted norms and things that are our main ideas that we we agree on the fundamentals that we they're they're like laws of gravity we, we don't mess with but we want to show you an original way to apply those mm. to maximum effect so you completely understand the fundamentals and once you've trained with us it will make a lasting impression on everything you do beyond this distance carbine you jump out you take a pistol class next week there are things that happened here in the last two days and will happen tomorrow that'll resonate with you hopefully in all of your future tra training that you're going to do. So 
that and the mission statement of my company. Um, I, I, I use a, a, a short one. I, I got asked by the, the former owner of, of the company, um, or, or excuse me, the previous owner of an organization I worked with before, um, what would your, your, your mission statement be for, for your company? And if you have to think about that and you kind of mumble something out, like you, you don't have a mission statement. Like it, it, it should like fire right back as a reflex. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I jump on this thing. Stay in front is, is my, my company's motto. Um, it is the idea of stay ready so you don't have to get ready mm-hmm. for anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking silly stuff on a high level with water purification and canned goods and things like that. All, all of it. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. It's a whole lot harder to get ready for mm-hmm. something than it is to, to already be in that posture. Yep. So, so you're not reacting. So we're not reactive. It, it, it's simple. There, there. Something comes up. Okay, this is what I do. I have a response for that, and I'm. I already know. No, that makes I'm sense. not to think about it. That makes sense. So that's where um, that came from. So that that is that is the company, and and I. Well, there have been all kinds of other weird names that, that didn't make a whole lot of sense, but, uh, but, but, but that's, uh, that, 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 that's how it worked. I mean, I mean, I think the people can get behind that. I mean, that's not a hard thing to understand it, you know, with that, that's a very simple explanation. And I think the more simple you can make it, I think that's a, that's a lesson for business owners, for instructors, for sure. company owners out there is what are we, what are we really doing here? And if you can't sum it, sum it up like that, they call it the you know, what's the 30 second elevator speech, you know, about your company. If you can do it in less than that, like yep. that, that people can walk away. Eh, okay. I get it. It makes one page sense. resume. Yeah. It's pretty, it's, uh, it's, you know, step ahead. And, and I mean that, that comes from, you know, my previous life. Yeah. We had to have automatic responses to, to everything. Very specific things, parameters. Yeah. So let's talk about previous life real quick and just resume for, for a minute. We don't have to spend a lot of time there, but sure. I find it interesting, you know, as I get out there and I start to explore the, the this world, um, shooting instruction, but I, that's, that's a very limited, I, I think, lens to look at this from because the ones that, the people that I find that are being very successful here and are have, making the most impact are the ones that have, it's not shooting. That that's a that is a piece of it, and it's a big piece. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, to minimize that at all. No, not at all. But 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 it's it's bigger than this. And the other thing I find interesting is you know the amount of civilian people that are that have entered into the space and those that have they're they are making a huge impact and are doing it in a much different way, which is like I, there's like this evolution that's happening. Um, in the, in the space again, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to label it as the space because Mm -hmm. it's, and it's a big one. It's very broad. Sure. Um, you know, off air, we were sort of talking about this pie chart that our, our friend Joe has mentioned before and all the things that go into this spot on. Uh, and if you don't, if you don't know who Joe, Joe Dawson is, go check out Joe, scroll down his feed, get into his pie chart analogy. It's very impactful. At least it was for me, but that said, uh, the many of the the folks that are jumping into it come with these backgrounds that are they're pretty imp- I would just say remarkable and and there's it's interesting to find out how people made their way in and so as we're just talking about resumes here for a second I think your entry into this whole thing 
is is interesting. So maybe I, again, it's I know it's there, there's a long history of how you made it in, but if you can maybe kind of boil it down to a couple minutes here, like I'm just gonna I'm gonna set this up. It starts with skydiving, yeah, which is wild because I had no idea. So go let's go back to this bar conversation for a second. Sure, like. Again, I'm like, I gotta know more because the skydiving thing came up in the in the in the conversations like, what the fuck did you just say? Like what? Skydiving, like where does this how does this fit in? So we gotta tell the story. Like we got people sure. have to understand how this happened. Um I got into skydiving uh in, in a, a previous life, lost a bet, was playing in the cover band in Tallahassee and <laughs> um Packed up all my stuff and decided to live on an airport and jump every day. And that led to, I could make a living doing this. Uh, I started uh, competing professionally and got picked up by one of the major manufacturers as one of the test jumpers for uh, for their canopies. I was a, it was a canopy manufacturer. And we were, were heavily focused on military product development. Mm-hmm. With the new leaps and bounds of tech and, and manufacturing capability with that had to come instruction. The, these parachutes did things that the previous generation couldn't, the, 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 the hardware itself, the okay. canopies themselves could do things that were not available in the previous generation. Okay. So we needed to be able to put that out and, and, and teach the folks that the product was intended for how to get the most out of it mm-hmm. and do it safely. Um, that proximity with the, with those organizations, uh, over time, um, got me into the point where I was working with them on a more regular basis, their requirements evolved and where I worked and and moved around in this industry, um, shooting was just a a byproduct and it was natural uh, being over here on this side and long range made sense to me. It, It is a, to me, bullets are, are small parachutes that go really fast. And all of the aerodynamic math and concepts of aviation translate directly in my mind, uh, how it works with, with, with bullet drop in different locations. Okay. And if I could learn over time to execute the fundamentals of marksmanship correctly, that the rest of this is just a math problem. Mm-hmm. And I try to convey that thought to new shooters that come into this that the range is, the, is just a number. Uh, 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 a, a one minute of angle target at 150 meters is no more difficult to hit than a one minute of angle target at 1,300 meters. It, it, it's not tough. We, we have some other things we might need to account for. Sure. But it, it, it's range is just one of the variables among many that we have to deal with. And... So it just came naturally. It, it it did, and 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 I am I am largely self taught and applied things and concepts that I used with the jumping. Mentioned this on a, on an interview recently. As as we moved around when we were competing professionally, the sport that I was into it, it was the canopy piloting, where we would dive these parachutes at the ground at at a very high rate of speed from twelve thirteen hundred feet above the ground, and level off and perform a an event there were three different competitive events we would get into but density altitude and the and the, mm-hmm. the weight of the atmosphere based on temperature relative humidity and barometric pressure station pressure specifically 
um, had a direct effect on my rate of descent. And I had a quiver of parachutes I would take and compete at different locations. So we're going from where I live at home, sea level in Florida, to Longmont, Colorado, to Pretoria, South Africa. These are all very different, very different density altitudes. Mm-hmm. And if I turned my parachute to start this maneuver at the same altitude, at a higher density altitude, I mean, it wouldn't have worked out very well. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to be very respectful of that that concept. Mm-hmm. Um, on the long range side, we get it wrong, we miss. On the parachute side, you we die. get it wrong pretty much. You die. Uh, at, at those speeds, yeah, there was no margin for error. So with that very healthy respect for, for, for that relationship and, and how to, to approach it with, with some discretion and, and moving into it gradually. Um, I would keep scorecards, which snipers refer to as data books yeah. as to what, what it looked like when, when I, I, when I was at this density altitude and I was using a lot of the same measurement equipment that, that, that long range shooters do, uh, Kestrel weather meters. I, I used to keep one and, would record this information and at, at such and such a temperature and barometric pressure and altitude, um, I needed to be effective at, at, at a certain altitude and it, and it worked. And, and some, as I was able to ease that down and get lower and lower to bring more power through the turn, yep. um, it, it worked well. So it, I was basically building a, a dope card for each canopy. And I, I, it was like deja vu when I started shooting. I'm like, okay, I, I, I've done this before in in some way, and it made sense. Hence, the bullets being like mini parachutes. They are. I, there's a there's a whole other aspect there, which is like the wind, right? And, sure. You know, I mean, obviously, that's a big deal. <laughs> that was a definitely a, a, a cheat code for me because wind was everything with jumping. I, I, I needed to be on it with my estimation of what the wind strength and direction was in relation to the direction I wanted to land to be as accurate as I wanted to be. And to be able to put down a a, a parachute that is the size of a twin bed sheet from triple digit speeds in a dive to then a precision stand up tiptoe landing in a one meter by one meter square, I needed to know what the wind was doing. And I needed to be able to estimate that wind speed and strength and direction. Um, on the fly, quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I would spend time on the ground. We would get shut down and couldn't jump anymore. When we got to a certain wind speed, that it was no longer cleared to mm-hmm. and safe to jump. But that was a part of every day. And I got 10 years before I ever started shooting or, or, or dabbling on the side of estimating wind speed every single day. So fascinating. It, it definitely helped out a lot. When it comes to looking through an optic downrange at a target a mile away or 300 meters away, mirage, environmental indicators, all of these things, I, I, I'm used to looking at that with, with the things that I was doing before. At that time, yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. I, again, like, I, that's very relatable. I mean, I, I hear you say that and I'm like, this makes perfect fucking sense. Sure. Like, um, but I, and I can't think of anything else that would be similar. I mean, it's not much <laughs> hard for me to think of anything else that would be similar to this. And we, we already talked about like the consequence of miscalculation in skydiving obviously is much, much different uh, than, you know, again, sending around over the target or sailing something left or right or, or whatever. So 
Um, the precision piece of this makes perfect sense. Yep. So, all right, so you get into the shooting piece. This kind of comes together for you, and then it's... I had been, customers that there was a trust basis with, yeah. and I, I had developed that trust over time on the jump side. I, I worked with these organizations for a while at this point, okay. and just luck had it that they had a designated marksman trip that fell through training with another organization that, that, that they could not meet the requirements of the contract in the timetable they had. And one individual at, at that organization, we have had these conversations offline. I've mm-hmm. been doing some shooting for a, a few years now and enjoyed it and had been kind of okay. had my own ideas about it. So like, put, hey, put your hat in the ring. Let's uh, yeah, let's, let's see what happens. And it, it turned out that that was exactly what they were looking for. And, and I had a, an opportunity beforehand looking at what they had for a skill set and was decent enough at it of identifying gaps that they already had that were existing, glaring gaps in their game of what I would do if, if you needed my help for five days with jumping. These are the things we would work with to get you safer, better, more effective with the parachute. These are big rocks, man. These are for like, sure. these are things that are very important, right? Like huge. And for huge. you, it's like, these are obvious things that I have the ability to, to solve for. for Absolutely. Yeah, gotcha. So the first class, I mean, I had a very good idea, like what I wanted to do. Cause it was, it was what worked for me. We did basically an assessment. So I mm-hmm. set up shots at, at distance and some, evaluations and diagnostics at, at, at hundred yards, working these guys out as to, as to what could they do. And immediately the gaps that I assumed existed did okay. based on the consultations ahead of time, okay. evaluating the requirements. This is what we're asking for. This is what we want to get better at. I already had a few preconceptions See, yeah, I was just at, say. At, as, as to what was going to take place. Some were right. Some were wrong. And we were able to roll from there. And I, I had five days to work with them. So the 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 entire uh, discovery process on day one had me up all night. That 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 first night, okay. So all of all of the paths we can take, of all of the different curriculum lines we could run, I knew what I needed to 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 try to throw at them for the remaining four days to to, to see is this worth their time or not. Yep. And by the time we hit Friday. Uh, we were talking about the next class. So we set the next one up and we did those and we did the, the next one and the one after that and the one after that. And it became almost to the point where I, I was, you know, living out of my my suitcase, coming home, dumping it out in the in the washing machine with my parachutes and Turn around. throwing those in the closet and grabbing my gun case to go back out the door. And it was getting to the point where I, I needed to make a choice. I, I, I cannot be, so the analogy Joe makes with this, this pie chart oh, of, right. of all the yep. things we got to be good at. Yep. So it would go like gun trip, gun trip, gun trip, jump trip. That first jump trip wasn't my best jump trip. It, it wasn't the best class I could, I could put forward. Okay. And I mean, I've got 10,000 jumps at this point. I, I've, I've, I've had lots of hard openings. The test jumping was hard on me. My neck and back you know, at, at that time, yeah, you're on the clock with, with, with that, with that stuff. There, there are definitely, there's, definitely there, a there, there's, there's a life cycle of, yeah. of how long one can put out at that level and, and still be on, on top of their game and be relevant. And 
I made a choice to to really dedicate and and move over to this side. That the the, the gun classes, the long range, we were doing things that were significant and contributing to their bottom line in the amount of time that we had. And I, I, I like those classes. And I was coming up with things as I was exposed to more things that were not traditionally right. op- open source mm-hmm. and being presented with more complicated problems that weren't quite so obvious mm-hmm. and coming up with, with some alternative workflows that for here, different mission sets or whatever sure. else. Yeah. And, and here are some solutions to those problems. Got it. Um, so I kind of walled off from, from what everybody else was doing and this is how I would approach it. And, and I applied my experience of what I did with aviation beforehand to these things. Some were good. They used them. Some were not. They 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 could do without it and and got it what evolves. they needed in, in other places. Yeah. So, um, it, it it worked, and um, that that's really what I what I focused on. And I I wanted to be as as good as one could be as a, a precision rifle instructor. Such a fascinating so. journey. I mean, I don't know. I don't know any jumpers really. So <laughs> that I mean, that's a. That's the thing. I mean, I, I've met guys coming from the mill, but not somebody that made a living just doing that. Not right? a great just, living, man. Just, there, there was a lot of years in the tent. It sounds, so yeah, it, it sounds it, sexy. It, uh, it sounds sexy, but it, I imagine, yeah, there's there's some stuff there that I'm sure that's a whole other podcast. But um, yeah, so the, this thing evolves, right? And so you're working with several you know, different organizations and you're mm-hmm. helping them evolve in the ways that they need to evolve at the time for the things that they needed to get Probably in a very accelerated type of way. Yeah, like compressed. Uh, yeah, very. it's probably a good way. It's like, hey, we have a problem. Or like, we have this thing we have to do, and we haven't done this before. Or So that happened a lot on the jump side. I yeah, mean, that's th- what I mean. Th- there, there were some very rapid requirements that, that needed some adjustments to existing products that we, we worked some things and did them and changed them. And then um, I would submit those... The, 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 those uh, examples for, for further evaluation internally. And I would get the feedback that mm-hmm. it was, uh, okay, great. Yeah, make, make more of those. I said, cool. So just send those back and I'll, we'll I'll, figure it uh, out. We'll figure it out. It's like, no, no, those, those were good. <laughs> um, no, I need those, those back really. It's like, they're, they're not available anymore. Right. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Check. Let's let's move forward. Sure. Yeah. So, so uh, I mean, I, again, like just and how I, you know, initially phrased that, just that you have a very interesting background that I had only very recently learned about, and so I'm taking this all the way back to the beginning. And this, like, I got to know more. There was this mystery that that it, that existed for me, and you just handled a good deal of it. And I'd heard some of you mention this podcast that you'd been on, and so I. I, I, I did listen to that and I was like, well, okay, that answers a lot of questions for me, but I didn't really understand the tie-ins as much until we sort of got here today and sure. or sorry, in the last couple of days and, and learned a little bit more. So then there's this there's this whole thing with uh Fred Baker. Yep. So let's talk about Fred Baker. Fred was a uh, was a jump student. Uh when when he was still active, uh he came through a class in, in 08, 09 time frame and Fred was my people, and I, I like he. He was he, when we split the class up with the other adjunct instructors. Uh, Fred was in my group, and and like he, he was just a sponge. I mean, the the guy was he was he was professional. 
Um, didn't necessarily put off that like, I'm here because I like skydiving. This is part of my job. I need to get this done. So I need to know as much as I possibly can mm-hmm. the, the time we have. He was a pro. Absolutely. And he, yep, explain it to me, break it down. Okay. And I, I go and I, I perform and put out. Um, Fred and I were, were just, uh, we're a really good fit from, from the beginning, gotcha. from, from the get go. So over the years, Fred and I probably have 250 jumps together in, wow. in trips. Um, you know, we, our, our typical profile for, for a class was, was 50 jumps in a week. Um, you know, Damn. five before lunch, five after lunch, five days. And, and that's how it went. And I did a few where he would come down to Florida um, his team up in North Carolina, we would jump there or even some other stuff we did later on in his career uh, out west in the mountains, jumping into uh, the trailheads and high altitude drops in the mountains. Uh, Fred was just always a, a a top five performer in in a, in a whole group of folks. And obviously, I mean, when when it was starting to become dual role, when we would shoot and jump or, or one over the other, um, he performed very well on that side too. So th- this is a very instructable teachable. There's guy. a draw, he, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. Fred was a was a professional in the things he he does or, organically and things he did, but he was also a professional student. Fred Fred knew how to come take a class and not go there to conf- bias confirm. Mm-hmm. He 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 was not there for validation of something he thought worked. He's like, I, I'm going to try everything people are showing me, and if it makes me better, I'll, I'll take what it works. And if it doesn't, I, I'll, I'll I'll put that on the side. <laughs> that's a coach's dream, and and that's how he was. Like, I mean, he, I mean, there was there was no incentive for him to be adversarial or or, or push back, and, and there there was no ego there. He he didn't care. Like like Fred only cared about getting better. And being able to support his mates, his team, and getting the job done, and 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 representing—that's what I think. For people that come from that world, that might sound a little foreign, quite frankly. I, to I, some it, extent, yeah. Sure. I mean, I haven't come from that world. I don't know. Talk to a lot of people, listen to a lot of stories, and I know there's there's a lot of pushback a lot of times, and a little, there's a lot of like, let's just get through this, man. Because <laughs> you know, and again, I'm, like, I'm under no illusions, man. Yeah, I mean, and, what, and what, who what are I'm, you? Right? Sure, like sure. you're not on this team. Like who are you? Who is this guy coming in from the outside? Absolutely. And, and I mean, every single trip I, I, I knew every single time I'm under no illusions that the entire group of students wanted to be at my class. They wanted to be at, at the other class or, or somewhere else. Their head was, was just not into it at all. They didn't like jumping or they didn't like shooting this, this style of, of, of marksmanship. It wasn't their thing. So it, sure, I, I, I was working with the trip leader to deliver what was expected of me. I had requirements with the contract, and I have to provide that service. Yep. And it was rewarding to win over as many as possible by the end of the week that they learned something. And I, I did my best to, to spend that last day visiting with each individual student. What is confusing? What, 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 what can we do better? What, what are you struggling with mm-hmm. in any non-confrontational way? To, oh, to, I got, to, no, I was, to, I experienced that today to yeah. try and make sure that, that everybody, if there's one last thing that, that I might need to revisit from a lecture earlier 
or I need to draw another diagram with my fingers in the sand, something like that. <laughs> right. what, what, what can I do to try to clear it up a little more to where you, you, you've got this? And you know, Fred was just, just always like, nope, got it. The, the, I, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I, I, I picked up what you were putting down. I, you know, this and this, not so much for me, this awesome. I'm, I'm, that's great. That's again, that's another, that's another thing from a coach's perspective is getting that immediate feedback and like, nope, nope, you did this. I got all this. I got all that. Like we're good. So, yep. I mean, and if you have repeated, uh, like touches with people like that, you get sure. to know who's feeding you bullshit and, yeah. and, and who's being real for sure. Uh, so I, no doubt again, going back to the mystery and, you know, and, and learning about you guys a little bit. And we'll talk to Fred, you know, one-on-one in a bit here, but uh, there was, there's a little bit of mystery around the guy. And, but I have to, after spending a few days with, with him, like, dude's like, he's all fucking business, oh, you know, uh, all business all the time. So if he's, if he's got a question, he's going to, he's going to ask it. If he's got something to say, he's going to say it when the time is right. And he's going to say it in a way that you're going to be like, Oh, that guy's been thinking about that a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. For, for what comes out of Fred's mouth did not just pop up yeah. that in that moment. He created something, thought about it. I'm going to fit this in when appropriate. And it, it is direct. So, I mean, that gives, that gives background, right? And a little context sure. to the next question, which is, so when does this become a business with you and Fred with regard to reaching out and, and touching all these different groups of people that you guys are, you're touching right now? And as a civilian, obviously that's the, that's the group that I'm in. But when I, you know, when I was out there on the line, there are current military out there, law enforcement, civilians, you, you guys are running the gamut. So when does it turn into that for you guys? When Fred retired, okay, it was really uh, he was 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 very interested and hungry to contribute to the bottom line of everybody. He, he, I mean, military contracts are still on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, Corps maintains military contracts right now, but it was important to Fred that we provided a a version of that service. To anybody that, that that needed it and and would be receptive, mm-hmm. so I I handle the the back room and I, I'm, I'm I deal with enrollment and and getting the right folks into the classes and then Fred and I team up together to do the open enrollment. Um, you know there was a there was a period of time I mean a, a long interval that I held everything back my no, none of my classes I didn't do any open enrollment they were all for that community only. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a, a solid ten years of of no open enrollment classes, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until he came out and and just said, "We we 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 should do this. We need to do this. We're looking at the state of the country and things that are going on, and it it, it was it was things that he felt like could make a difference, and and usually he's right, and uh, there, there's no reason to question him. Um, he, and he was." The folks we have that, that, that come to these classes, um, all already, mm-hmm. several of them have, uh, you know, been in, in situations that uh, hopefully, you know, what, the, the time we spent together made a difference. And, and that's what got them home safe. So I wonder, you know, like as much trust as you have in Fred and he has in you, when he brings this to the table for you, is that tough for you? Nope. No? Easy. Yeah? Easy. 
I mean, I, I, I trust Fred implicitly. So it's uh, if he says it's right, whether it's what I'm, I'm, I'm feeling or not, I'll, I'll try anything twice. Yeah, you know, so the next question that comes up is, you know, a lot of people, you know, I've talked to several instructors actually that have been in this, some, some on, on, the, on the show and others offline just with the challenge that they have in making that transition out of working those government contracts and working with very specific individuals in a mm-hmm. very specific way, training very specific things. Um, the, the, the challenge that they have of, you know, kind of transitioning in and going like, okay, so if I go out here and I start doing this, is there going to be any repercussion? Is there going to be any blowback for, for that? And what does that do with my status or my <laughs> trust with the community? Can you talk to that a little bit? Sure. I mean, I, I definitely had some apprehension of, of an element of that. There, there, there was a concern of, of, of selling out quote unquote, Mm -hmm. um, the configuration I rolled in was, was very under the waterline for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, folks had no idea my, my competitors, if if I was even still in business, Uh just a little hearsay here and there, I'd pop up at a shot show or a Sophic or something like that to have a meeting with a, with an end user group. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was definitely a bit of, uh, of, of concern that, that once we yep. come out, it, it, it's, you know, cats out of the bag now, yep. you know, here we are, but the, the needs of individual groups, the fundamentals are the same yeah. for sure, yeah. but the application is very different. Yep. And I think we compartmentalize things the right way. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the magic of, of being able to work with him is that I stay in my lane. I, I, I know what I can speak to and, and what is just conjecture or speculation. It's not conjecture or speculation for him. He doesn't have to imagine what it takes to do things in hmm. his configuration from work. So I can stop talking and Fred can speak up and, and, and take over at that point. Strong combo. With the application. Strong combo. So, how's that being received? Seems good so far. Yeah, I am. Uh, I, I'm definitely enjoying it. it yeah, I, I, I have not had any um, any of the things I was apprehensive about. Oh, good. There's there's not been any um, any things I was I was concerned about once upon a time. But also, it, it's a it's a different time and place. Mm. Uh, once upon a time, opsec and persec was a big deal. You're right. Uh, I never took pictures in my classes. I mean, none of that Can't. was, you, you, you could not. Social mm-hmm. media, if, if, if you look at, at, at the personal pages, there's no photos of work and places I went and, and things I was doing. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do any of that. That's the mystery. And uh, <laughs> the, 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 the ironic thing is, I mean, like there are, there are tribute uh, pages and organizations that, that, that collect pictures and imagery from from activities and events and certain things, both training and operation. I've heard but, about these. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm I'm now kind of a little new to social media. It's not really something I'm I'm not very good at at this point, and I'm 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 trying about as hard as I want to try with it. I, I try to keep up where I can, but uh, but some of them, I mean, these guys have got more photos of my classes over the last decade than I have. And I'm like, I mean, I recognize locations in some of these pictures. And I'm like, like, well, where do you guys get this, this yeah, stuff? Yeah, wh- who was taking pictures? And when was this and, even and happening? I, it, yeah. It's it, it's a little bit, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm scratching my head because it's not my camera. I don't have that photo. But, like, I, I remember that day. And 
uh, it, it is funny. So um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, at least, you know, I, I preserved, you know, that, that bit of it and it was their business to just to decide. What uh, I can was, appreciate was that. Suitable for, for distribution. And um, yeah, I just don't, I don't talk about a lot of that. Yeah, and that, I it's, get it's, it. Totally get it. They paid for it. It's, it's, it's not a marketing thing for me and they, they, they got the service they asked for me and uh, I, we, the, the exchange was made and that's nobody's business. That's an interesting perspective. I mean, obviously you mentioned OPSEC and things like that security, but, but uh, that's an interesting perspective because I don't think that a lot of people trying to do things in this industry, think about that. Um, you know, partly because they don't have to, because they haven't done the things that you've done, but also everything is an opportunity to do something from a marketing perspective. Right. And, 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 and I'm guilty of that. Like, but at the same time, like, I'm just trying to get the word out. This isn't like a, it's not like a cover or like me, me backpedaling here, but I think it's like, if I'm going to put something up, I just want to, I, I just want to know that it's going to be helpful for somebody. Sure. Right? You know, yeah. at some level. Yeah. Sometimes I put some stuff up there that, you know, just kind of keeps people, I guess, maybe in touch with like what I'm doing outside of that. Um, so that there's some, there's a human element to it, or, you know, maybe, maybe people can make a connection to it differently, but you know what you're saying there with, you know, with regard to respecting the people that you were working for at yeah. the time, you're not trying to exploit that for your own your own endeavors. That's a one way street, man. Yeah. You, you you do that, and it, it's a one way valve. Once you sell out that way, I, I don't believe there's any coming back. Yeah, and yeah. it's just a uh, yeah. That that's not my speed. Next question then would be like, what are you learning in this new journey? You know, it the the biggest one, the first takeaway from like immediately within the first like class or two was that. Before in the contracts, I, I understood and my, my ego absolutely accepted it that not everybody here wants to be here. They're mm-hmm. on orders. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're here because they have to. Everyone that's here is choosing to spend their hard-earned money to mm-hmm. come listen to what we have to say. And I am humbled and, res- and respect that very much. There are choices of where to go train. Mm-hmm. And they pick us when they pick us and it's, yeah, man, that, that, that's powerful. Um, you, you, our, our, our classes are not inexpensive. I choose locations that come with facility fees that are not holes in the wall in the woods. These are our top notch facilities, places I have taken military clients in the past. And it, it is, it's not lost on me that there's, there's a metric to that that, mm-hmm. that, that, that people like, like, okay, this is a little more expensive than what I'm used to paying for mm-hmm. to go out and train for, for a couple of days. I, I, I make sure that everybody feels like they got that value going home mm-hmm. and it is humbling. They, they choose us and we have so much repeat business folks that have trained with us a, a, a few times come back. We got that here this weekend. Yeah. We have a few repeat offenders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that are, that are in the class here. And, uh, I expect to see some of them uh, once again in, in, in a, another POI. But, uh, but, but yeah, that, that's one of the biggest takeaways is, is that it, it is, it is definitely humbling that, that we are chosen and there are options. Mm-hmm. There are other things they can choose to go and do. And, um, it is really refreshing to me 
that there is this 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 peer group of instructors that are that are kind of in this plus or minus you know five years or so age. Mm-hmm. Um, got a couple of them you know here this weekend. Yep. Um, I mean, some some real powerhouses in their own right. Um, that is know, true. I mean, Mark, Smith, Mark Smith yeah. and, and Blake Flannery for sure. Um, but I mean, we, we've mentioned Joe Dawson a few times. I mean, he, he is a, he's a great perspective and, and rock and constant to, to bounce things off of John Dufresne, who you had on the show before, yeah. uh, Chris Woomer from Bale Solutions. Yeah. He's another, Have, just, haven't met him yet, but very impressed. Ah, uh, you will, man. Yeah. He's, he's uh, his solid. name keeps coming up. It, yeah. it, it, it's, 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 it's not possible to, to not mention him. But um, th- this this group is we we keep each other honest and 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 we would fully expect the the rest of us if, if we came out with something that was clown shoes somebody's gonna call you we, we would be called out and kept kept straight for sure and accountable. Yeah, I think that's why people come here, man. I mean, I, so here's another excuse me, quick takeaway from you know what I picked up. This week too is that you're trying. No, that's not the right way to, to phrase this. Um, what I get is is that you're trying to inspire people to want to take this information and provide it to other people. Yeah, in a way that's meaningful. And there happens to be you know an individual here this week who works for a particular agency who's what found himself here many times. Yep. You know, this is not his first rodeo with you guys. But he's found himself in a leadership role. Sure. Likely, largely, but not completely, because there's a lot of things that go into being a leader, but largely because he has come here and what he's learned and what he's been able to take back to his community, um, his very specific community that, that, that he works with, and that you're giving him an opportunity to spread his wings a little bit and understand what it feels like to be a coach. Sure. And as a coach who came up, right? Because you don't just walk out one day a lot of people think that, again, I say this all the time on the show, it's a very low barrier of entry. Start an Instagram, say you're a firearms instructor, and boom. You got you, it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're good. You're done, right? But giving people an opportunity, and that's not who this guy is. This guy's not doing that. He's working with, sure. a, with a particular group of people. But you know, giving them an opportunity to, to experiment a little bit and, and have that opportunity, it's not a grooming thing. It's a mentorship thing. Sure. Or maybe you put it that way, but... You're coaching coaches. Um, and I think that says a lot for, you know, you guys as a group that, you know, somebody that's an aspiring coach um, and is growing up, you know, so to speak, in in this world that he's operating or working in, um, that he's already been bestowed some level of uh, leadership. Like, hey, man, you know more than we know, or you know things differently than we know. We want to know more so we're going to give you this and he can come here and practice his skills mm. so that he can go back and, and give that to other people. That is the legacy, right? That's that to me is like uber powerful. I mean, for, for a civilian, you know, coming into it, this guy I'm talking about is not, but for me as a civilian to go back and maybe be able to, to give this to, you know, the people within my, my immediate community and just say, Hey, here's what I learned. Right. And that's what the show is about. Right. That's, that's what the show is about is like, Hey, let's, let's get the message out here. Um, you know, in order to, to get what, 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 you know, you guys are providing, you got to come, you, you have to do it, but to give people a, a sense outside of what they may be able to get from, you know, the limited exposure that is available on, on, 
places like social media or whatever and however much time you are aren't putting into it, this is an important thing for me. Like that's a mission for me. So again, on this, on this other side is that you're giving, you're inspiring coaches to be better coaches and it, it's proven itself out. You know, people are being, you know, they're being propped up for the things that they're coming back from because it's very practical in their, in their realm, whatever that is. Yeah. And that, that is something that I think every coach should aspire to, to be like. So, or to do, you know, is to inspire other coaches and invite other people in and, and give them opportunities. The, I, 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 again, I come from a different world, but I would not have ever accomplished what I ever accomplished in my career without somebody else giving me an opportunity to cut my teeth in that kind of a way, like entrust me to provide a little information here. Hey, here's, here's what I want to do. So here's my, my particular situation. We won't, won't talk about what, what's happening here this weekend, but you know, like we bring in a new coach to the gym or whatever, and he's, he's cutting his teeth, right? Mm-hmm. I don't immediately throw him in front of a, a new client, right? right? There's some shadowing that happens, right? First off, you have to experience it. So you're going to be a client first, right? So we're going to take you through that, right? And then there's some shadowing that, that's, in, that's involved. Like I want you to kind of stand by. I'm going to share with you what I'm about to share. Here's the things I want you to observe during that, that period. Fuck everything else. Don't yep. think about anything else right now. I want you to pick this up, right? And I want you to watch out for a couple of things. And then there's, you know, after that happens, okay, what did you take away? What did you pick up from that? Then it's maybe giving them an opportunity to be in front of a group to maybe present a little information while standing by to support them in their process, sure. right? And knowing that they're they're not going to be perfect at this, right? you know, no matter how much preparation they do or how much training they have, they're, they're going to, this is our first opportunity. It's like going out to the range for the first time with your magnified optic. Like I can tell you all the things, but until you go out there and do it, like you're never going to know what you don't know. Right. Sure. And then be able to provide the feedback. Um, that's, you know, that's what, that's what being a coach's coach is like. And I saw, I've seen and witnessed a little bit of that this weekend too, uh, which for me is very inspiring uh, because as I go to other classes and I do other things, I think there are people that may be aspiring to be coaches someday, but may not have that op- that that opportunity. And I think that speaks to the the things that you guys have done over the longer term, where you have these repeat customers, and you have these people come back, and they see the impact, right? And so they come back again, and they come back again, and then you guys are willing to give, right? And you know that doesn't you don't make money off that, right? Like. No. It's just, it's it's, it's in the interest of being, making people better and staying in front as break or that, that's the idea. Um, I I believe there is a much smaller pool of folks that are, are into this training, into training in general. I I think that there's a very small group of, of Americans that are out there propping up the training market and keeping it happening. And the way I analogize it when I discuss it with, with, with Joe or anybody else, um, you know, from the guys I mentioned before, right. we're, we're just, we, we have custody of, of, of a group of 14 for two days. And then they're going to be with Duffy or, or Woomer or, or somebody else next weekend or a month from now or whatever. We're just borrowing them for a little while. Mm. And these people pluck the nuggets from, from this class or the next few they take. And the, the, the pool of individuals that we're, that we're sharing over the course of, of a year, um, I don't think it's very many folks. I, 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 think it, I think it's a pretty small group of individuals. I agree with you. 
And if if we're not doing that, if we're if we're not giving the individuals that are interested to go back home to their department or agency or unit, the ability to convey information, we 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 have a very short life expectancy. Yeah, yep. It it, it it's short sighted. I, I I'm I'm looking. 20 years down the road mm-hmm. of, of what does the training industry look like? We need more trainers. We yeah, need more trainers to inspire people to get off the bench and, and stop being mediocre and, and start taking this stuff seriously. Mm-hmm. And the more educated coaches and instructors and outlets, the more accessible the training is, good instruction, not just any instruction, because I think like Mike Pannone over at CTT Solutions right. is the best. The, you know, the bit with like, is is any training better than no training? No, it's not. There, there there's some. Uh, I think we're learning that in spades, for sure. I mean, yeah. there's definitely some bad messages out there. So I would much rather share with the main ideas and things that are important to me and Fred with with someone that's willing to the right person with integrity, mm-hmm. and, and we we have some trust bases we've built up over time with. I don't I don't need kudos. He doesn't need to name us, but he's doing it right. Mm-hmm. He does it well on his own. Mm-hmm. We've watched him enough. We've seen him enough. So if uh, if developing that individual as an instructor, not for us, he doesn't need to be an AI, um, right. but, for, but for himself, going back to his organization organically and making them better because it's not convenient enough or the, with the, 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 the schedule or the availability for them. To, we, we can't train everybody. The, the instructors I named, None of us could be at it 52 weeks a year and, and get through all of it. Right. We, we can't do it. No, no, there's, there's way more pie than that, man. There is. Yeah. So uh, why uh, you know, try to coin and, 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 and Bogart certain things is, is just, it, it's nonsense to me. So, um, you know, the, if, if folks are, are knowledgeable and, and they can get it done and they, and they can show others how to do the things that we're doing and other guys are doing, and they're doing it well and doing it safely. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, I think there's a couple of ways to approach that. So you, there's an abundancy mindset versus the scarcity mindset, right? There's a little bit of that. Then there's also the what's my responsibility to this community mm-hmm. and to the people that I'm that I'm training and understanding who those people are and what their impact is going to be or that ripple effect is going to be down the line, right? Sure. Uh, I just had something shared with me actually by Mark Smith. It was uh, pretty impactful. He's got a lot of those. I know it, the dude is full of one-liners and they're brilliant. Um, and it, and it's and it's helpful that he doesn't wear shoes and that it comes with that accent. I just feel like I'd, I'd be in a different place in life if I had that accent. I'm just saying. But <laughs> but that said, he'll pull it out of you if you, yeah. if you get a little bit of. In I, you, was, I was just joking. Like get I was it. just joking with like the people back home. If I come home with an accent from here, like please don't don't make fun of me. Uh, it's it's contagious. But uh, no, just that you know the the ripple effect that you can have you know, without the expectation and not knowing what's going to happen at the end of that, when that ripple hits the shore, sure. wherever it might be, um, you just, you, but you need to do, you need to understand that it will have an effect and that if you're keeping it too close to the chest, like you're never going to make the impact that you, you hope to make. And I, there, there's another piece of this is, and, and I get it. Like I get this, like there's, there's a safety mechanism that sure. that arises with like, well, if I put this out there, then somebody else is going to steal it and then they're going to use it. And then they could be making money. That's the scarcity side. 
versus the abundance side, which there's there's way more pie than I can even control or even have here. Right. So if I just if I enter in, into the situation with doing the right thing for the sake of doing the right thing, and with I ma- the right people, with the right people, so I maintain integrity and continuity there. Yep. Then you don't have to worry about that other shit. Nope. Because if you're focusing on those two things again, continuity or integrity first, and continuity and in the information that's being put out there, and the people that you're bringing in, and how you're training, and 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 uh, the communications that you have, and all the things that go into this, like the downstream effects of this can be immense and it's going to take time. And so if you, if you're looking for an immediate gratification from this, from like a, Oh, I see this guy out there teaching and he's being successful, but he didn't drop my name. That, that sucks. Like I hate, you know, like what a dick, like if that's what you, because he learned something from you and now he's being able to pass this on or whatever, and he's doing it in a good way. Why does that fucking matter? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't. But so I hear this, like, well, are you afraid people are going to copy you? You know, and so like I have to keep this. I don't want to hand out any outlines to my curriculum or, you know, whatever else. Like you're afraid you're afraid people are going to steal. Like, dude, if that's what you're afraid of, like there's. Yeah, you're on th- thin ice. There's, uh, you, you're already is. losing, man. You're yeah. way behind the power curve at this sure. point. Yeah. The only reason, I mean, not to put out something is, is because over on this side with, with precision rifle, the tech the 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 industry the curve is straight up right i mean what we have with with software and and what the optics are doing what the bullets are doing i mean from year to year all the new stuff we have <laughs> we, we have much. at our disposal it's too man much. It, it it's just straight up it i mean the only reason not to put something out is it cuz it's going to be dated yeah. quickly hard skills are hard skills that stuff stay in front that 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 that, that survives yeah. and 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 we 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 will you know that that we could put out no problem but um I mean, we, we, Fred and I have no no Patreon, no distributive learning subscription based platform that we, we we hide behind. If I can help you, I, I will. If you're going to come to a class and I have to take time away from my family and leave, it's going to cost you. Mm-hmm. If I have to rent the facilities that it takes to do this the right way, which I've seen right, I know what right looks like. I've, I've been doing it for a long time. That's going to have to cost you, mm-hmm. but the rest of it, if you have a question, you can't make it out to me. I, I'm, we're, I'm happy to discuss what he got, mm-hmm. what, what, what's your problem. And, and let's, whatever I can do, I'll try to help. Fred does the same thing. He, he puts out a treasure trove of information on the regular and yeah, there's, there's no subscri- subscription or, or there's right. something for that. So. Right. There's no wall that you have to get through to get there. I think that's a, that's an interesting, you know, note to take. As you're looking out there, and again, that's the that was the, that's an interesting part about Fred for me. Again, I'll, that's a conversation between you know he and I later. But just like the the information that he does put out, and how much he does have to say, like sure. what's what's out there, and he's not he doesn't he's not holding back. No, he's like not. If, if you look at that, and you maybe you don't agree with everything he has to say, or and, you know you don't like everything, that's fine. He's fine with that too. Yeah, I've learned that. But uh, yeah, it's it it's it's there for you know if. He's doing what the intention is to help, right, and to provide yeah. different perspective. And that is that is that's a, period. It, it it's, period a, it's abundantly dot, period it's abundantly dot. clear. 
the only time it costs you money is if he has to leave his family. Right. And I'm the same way. Yeah. So, yeah, I th- that, that's an interesting part about this industry right now. And just, I think where people are trying to find their way and, you know, establish their value and what it is they're, they're, they're doing, how far they stretch, how far they don't, all those things. If your objective is to be here to make money, you've already lost. Yeah, it's, it's, if, if your objective is to be here to make a difference and you, you really have something to, to contribute to the discussion, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the, where are you coming from? What's the intention? You know, kind of what's the... And I, and I think, that, I mean, that that shows up eventually. I mean, there are organizations and individuals that are obtuse from from what works and what's accepted just for the sake of being an anomaly and being different. Right. Not because it's better, not because they even believe in it, just because it, it is, it's controversial. Right. It, it, it gets clicks, it gets likes, it gets attention. It, it, and, it, and honestly... I don't appreciate some of it because it makes it confusing for yeah, the newcomer. Yeah, and the the static of, of of trying to put sunshine on certain things that I think are 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 just maybe not the most efficient way or the efficient gear or software or whatever else to get to from point A to point B. Um, it, it, it's a thing, but I mean, I'm you know, it, it, it's my pity party here. Every other instructor in every other space with every other shooting discipline deals with the same thing. So I, I, I'm not unique. And this, this isn't a, an organic problem in precision rifle. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think there are plenty of, of other looks at things that, that are, are just obtuse to, to try to be unique right. in, in their own way because it's flashy, whatever, for whatever reason, the, the, their, their curriculum or, or, or what they bring to the table, you know, isn't unique enough. And I, and I think honestly, the, the, the people that are at the level that are doing it, they're good enough shooters. They're good enough instructors. They could just be themselves without having to do right, it. Right. Right. It, it, it's, it, it's unnecessary and unfortunate, but it is what it is. So uh, earlier you sort of brought up the, circle of guys and trying to influence things maybe a little bit differently. And, and the, you know, the people that you're, you're talking to again, like I, there's in, in what you're doing on your social media versus what you're not doing. And, you know, you're trying, you know, I hear that, uh, holding a camera in front of my face was very fucking weird for a long time. <laughs> like this is way outside of my comfort zone. I've said that before. It was for a long, long time. It's taken a lot of practice and a lot of just like, Oh my God, here we go again to keep doing it over and over, just taking the reps to, to try and get better at it. But, um, I think there are a lot of coaches out there that are trying to get better and they really want to, and they're coming from a good place, right? They have, Mm -hmm. you know, their hearts in the right place. Their intentions are in the right place. They are, uh, they have sought out a certain amount of instruction or whatever, but they're still very fresh and they're, they're learning new things and, and everybody makes mistakes. You know, you mentioned the first, uh, you know, first jump class you went to like, Oh, I had this thing. This is what I thought we were doing. But after day one, you're like, okay, yeah, we got to reapproach this. So that, that's, that is part of the journey. Right. I, and we talk a lot about that, the coaching and the, the journey that people are going through and the trouble that they find themselves in sometimes and, you know, making statements that are absolute and, uh, you know, other people are just making stupid statements and, or, or doing things out of desperation, right. To get gain attention follows, you know, whatever the case is showing themselves out, uh, you know, taking money from a company because it seems like a good idea at the time. There's, there's all these pitfalls, 
sure. right? Or of getting into it. And then there's other other people, other guys. There's sort of an age group as well. I'll just I'll put it out there. Like, let's just say they're early 40s, <laughs> right? So they're I'm not going to say they're advanced in age, but they're they're wise, right? And because they've been through a certain journey of some kind, and they haven't been through you know each journey is individual. Everybody's had their own experiences. But I, I wonder, if, is there a way to communicate to some of the younger coaches or provide some type of, I don't know, a platform or a venue for, for, for people to get together and learn more from those in the business, much like yourself, that have had these experiences? And while you may coach something very specific at this specific time, you've coached a lot of things. And you yeah. also understand the business aspect. Right, whether that be from military contracting to the you know the private sector and anything in between, you've had multiple businesses, you've done different things. Is there a way to bring people together to 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 bring coaches in? And there's a consumer aspect of this, but if I'm looking down the line, let me let me let me make sure I put this together the right way. If I'm looking down the line, like the coaches have the audience. Right, they have their own audience, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the larger audience. So, is there a way to bring that audience together? That being the coaches, and get them into to a place where they can learn these things from a group of people, not that's affiliated with some organization, right? And sure. I have ideas about this, but I'm curious about what yours are in, in that sense because I feel like that's kind of the next step here. Not that you can codify. Or say, this is the standard for teaching. This is what you should be doing. Because again, going back to pie chart, there's all the different things. Sure, Each, I'm from the fitness industry and they've tried to do this. And so I'm very, very, I, I would say I'm acutely aware of what it looks like when people try and do that. Uh, outside of a singular institution like the military, yeah, law man, enforcement, it's, it's, whatever, it's tough. It, it is tough. It, it is tough. I mean, I, I know it has, I'm not new here. I've I've been quiet and junior and kept my mouth shut. That's what I mean. And and yeah. worked. Yeah. From from twelve fourteen years ago yep. here, doing my thing, staying in my lane, and and not rocking the boat where it didn't need to be rocked. And I I was just true to myself, my mission, what I wanted to do. And I I'm, I'm not trying to be anybody else. I mean, I'm I'm trying to be the best version of myself. And that's either going to work or it's not. And that's mm-hmm. what I would tell them all to do. Trying to, to emulate someone else's swagger and style and, and whatnot, man, that, that, that shows up. It, mm-hmm. it, it, people figure it out and smell it on you fast. I know there have been attempts and discussions by some very seasoned instructors and, and, and other coaches that you, you've, you've you know, mentioned that, that, that uh, hierarchy mm-hmm. of, of maybe like, Maybe it's time to look at like some form of a governing body over mm-hmm. over the top of all of this, and you know I, I, I'm not I'm not really going to be a part of anything like that. It's yeah. not really interesting to me. I, I, I kind of think we we need the freedom to just do us and, and let the market suss it out and figure it out itself. But if if I had to to, to sum it up, if, if there are younger up and comers that are you know, think they want to be where we are now and, and think that's a good thing. Cause I'll, I'll tell you, it's not easy. I mean, none of it is it, it, it's constant work. Like the, 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 the joke, uh, you know, I, I quit my 40 hour a week job and now I own my own business. Oh, that's a great now idea. I, now I work 24 yeah, seven. Yeah. It, it is. It, it's, it's weekends. It's yeah. late. 
Um, I live on the East Coast. I'm taking phone calls from other time zones, other parts of the world all the time. Mm-hmm. And my, my, my wife's used to it. My, my home life is used to it. That, yes, I'm constantly being pulled away to uh, attend to details with, with contracts or classes or anything else. But just go where you're wanted, not where you want to be. Mm. Don't, don't try, don't, don't, don't assume mm. where you want to be is where you belong. Go where you're wanted, be yourself, and it will happen naturally if it's meant to be. Nobody that ended up in this space was talking with Mark on his podcast a a little while ago about this. Everybody I know that does this stuff and does it well, it it just kind of happened to them. It had happened to them. They did not make this happen. They had the raw material and the, and the aptitude and everything that was necessary to maximize the opportunity that was presented. But the, these aren't, there, there's no college degree to go yeah, get to, to find this no thing. formula. There yeah. is not, there is no yeah. formula. It, it, it is very circumstantial and, and, and happenstance. And, um, it, it, it just, you're, you're either up for it when the opportunity presents itself or you're not. Mm. And, how you do with that opportunity and, and what you make of it is what dictates whether you get another one. Yeah. And that, that is my best advice is, is to say, or, or my, my input on that concept is just, uh, you know, not, not try to force it, make, 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 let it happen. Yeah. I see people trying to make it happen really fast too. Yeah. And there's like an expectation. I think that, you know, because so-and-so did it this way and this is the way they're doing it this way, I have to do it. And I should be given or awarded this, you know, or I'm entitled to this like entitlement right and, and yeah. the, yeah, the, the, the idea that I, you know, I, I should be able to have it because just because I want it, um, well, it doesn't work that way. I yeah, mean, it's like uh, we, we talked about this. Like being accurate out there today, as much as I may have wanted it, like it doesn't work that way. No, it like, doesn't. It doesn't work that way. You got to put in the works, it's like fitness or you know being faster, you know, or whatever else, and you know on the shooting range, whatever. Like you can't buy that. Like you can want it all you want. You you still have to do the work, and it and it is a journey. And I mean, where are you in this in at this point? Like in your journey? Like how many years? Twenty. At, at this point, I mean, with the the test jumping and yeah. what led up to it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's over 20 years yeah. at this point. Yeah. And we got people that are two years in, three years in. That, that aren't happy. That Right. Like, <laughs> bro, Come. slow down. <laughs> take a breath. Yeah. Take take a breath. Maybe reach out. Maybe get outside your comfort zone a little bit. Um, and I don't mean that from a shooting perspective. For me, like I look at this from a business development perspective mm. and getting in front of and being, a, being in the room with people where we're not necessarily talking about shooting, right. right? That that seems to be all that's talked about all the time. But you know, I'll take this all the way back to the beginning of our discussion. You know, when we sit down after, we're not talking about shooting. No. You know, all the time. Talk yeah, about- that's part of the conversation. Some of the time, we're talking about gear. There's equipment. There's cool shit being pulled out. People are kind of telling their stories or whatever. But it's it's the conversations around that uh, that that are the that that provide insight to how you might handle the shooting, right? Not in, in the business of shooting, whether you're a consumer of it, right? A consumer of the instruction or whether you're the instructor. Um, and, 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 and again, like if you're not out there doing that and, and reaching out to people that are doing the things that you think you should be doing now or want to do in the future, that's on you, man. 
Yeah. That is on you. That's the same shit you're telling your students, you know, about becoming a better shooter. Um, and so I think, like, I have some ideas about this, but I, I, I think that there is a way to to maybe do things maybe like on a regional basis, not a governing body. Now, I, I think that's a bad idea. Like that, I've watched that happen before. And anytime it you, ruins everything. It, it's it good ruins about everything. It. Anything, anytime anybody tries to govern anything, it's, it, it's, it's a shit show, right? So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about putting together, you know, events or putting together, you know, um, let's just say, I don't know whether it's, it's symposiums, summits or whatever, where, there are like-minded people all in the same room that are all trying to get to the same place mm-hmm. or trying to provide the same thing and can exchange ideas or listen to other people in their own ideas. Uh, because right now there's not a good format for that. Unless you unless you jump into a class, you travel across the country. Like if I'm in California and I want to get some Mike and you know some some Mike and Fred, I you know I got to get on a plane and I got to go. Yeah, and that that might be hard for people. It is versus putting together something where. You know, hey, turns out Mike and Fred and John and Joe and, you know, Chris and all those guys, you know, Alex or whoever are all in the same place at the same time. And we can all, you know, benefit by from one another. Not, and by the way, I'm not even talking about fucking shooting. I'm just talking about giving a, you know, providing like, like a, an environment where people can have this discuss, have these discussions and maybe even like offer a, two-hour talk on how to build a curriculum the right way, you know, how to build a business for the long term. I'm, I'm kind of putting this out there. I think there, there may be even, there, there's a huge opportunity there, but I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that? I'd be open to it. I mean, yeah. it, it, it depended on, I mean, the personalities that, that we, would, we would integrate. And I mean, the, uh, you know, the folks you just mentioned, I mean, I, I would welcome, I mean, any uh, I, I mean, I, calling it an opportunity is, yeah. is an understatement. Um, the, the the privilege to 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 get together and collaborate with those folks on anything. I mean, we're we're, we're down. We, we we've all said this. Um, all have 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 said, you know, hey, anything ever happens, one of you guys has to step out. Happy to jump in and and help out with a class mm-hmm. or, um, you know, teaming up at some point down the road when we can line the schedules up. We're we're, we're all kind of figuring out. Um, you know, Duffy's a little ahead of us with with doing his own thing. And I mean, the guy trains super hard and I mean, Woomer's got a, got a really heavy calendar as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe is getting established with, with, with what hosts he's using, where he's going mm-hmm. and things like that. I think we all just need to, you know, be a little patient and, and, yeah. and, and let the, let the patterns develop and then figure out what the people want, for, what, what, what people want and when we could do it, mm-hmm. when would be convenient. And I mean, everybody's got families, and that that that's number one, and that's that's most important. And we're we're prioritizing those things. But after the families, and after the primary businesses, what white what's space out? is left? What's out, what's out there? Can we, you know, I mean, come together at some point and do something? Yeah, I I think that is a very realistic possibility in the future to see collaborative efforts. Um, Maybe not necessarily with all of us in the same time in the same months. Maybe we have to do a, yeah. you know a, a, a few here and there. But uh, I, I think it's happening, and and I, and I think other you know instructors that we're not necessarily networked in together with are are doing that in in other areas. Uh-huh. That, I've uh, seen that you know yeah. that, that that shooter symposium has been been pretty popular. I, I haven't been. Some of our students have, and there were some positive experiences, and some that 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 could have been better from from what they said coming back from that. But I think it's definitely 
it, it speaks to the spirit of what you're describing. And it's a, it's a match of both the, the, the instructors, a lot of, a lot of top shelf instructors go out there and a lot of top shelf manufacturers that, that provide everything from, from holsters to soft goods mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Uh, you know, equipment and weapons and everything else. And, and, and then that is a real destination event for someone to go and, and get a little bit of everything, you know, in a week long, you know, event. Um, I probably wouldn't be interested in folding in with, with something that's already so established and has so many mm-hmm. names already. Cause it's, it's kind of saturated in my opinion. That was my next question. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would, uh, I mean, I mean, literally if, if all the guys we discussed, like called up, like, Hey, we're going right. like, are, are, are okay. you, are you in for one? Okay. Yeah, fine. Right. Sure. Yeah. I, and, and, <laughs> and I'd probably, you know, come to attend, man, you know, hang out and, you know, uh, you know, run the line for, for some of them and, and, and help and, and, and hang, it'd be good. I'll always, you know, find an excuse to, to do something that that's not, um, you know, stupid behind closed door meeting related, you know, shot show was, was very little time to right. actually, you know, FaceTime with the individuals. It was that's just the challenge there. Passing. Yeah, and, that's the challenge. But it's a job. I mean, this, this industry, I mean, people see this as like, I mean, what they see of it, they, they don't realize how much work goes in behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And it is constant phone calls, emails, DMs, everything to, to keep the train going. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm uh, let, I'm open for for sure, and and I would be surprised if if the others you know weren't as well. That's the I think that's my point, or that's the kind of what I'm digging at. Really, is just to, to maybe test the temperature, and you know, where, where how how do the how do those guys out there that are they're staying busy, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are staying busy doing different stuff to provide something different to the consumer or the end user, and and the end user in this case being the coaches, because you know we we talk a lot on the show about the shit show that exists out there with people that say they're coaches that aren't. And, and, you know, any day of the week you can scroll through your Instagram feed or whatever and see all the bad stuff that's happening. Sure. But I think there's so many good things that are happening and that, that all that behind the scenes stuff, I think is a lot of the reason there's a misunderstanding about that. And so that's why you see maybe so much of the other bad stuff, right? Is people just, they don't understand what they're getting themselves into. They don't really understand it. And then they can't walk back whatever it is that they did mm-hmm. that was fucked. Right. Or it was, they, they called attention to themselves with, in, with the intention of doing the right thing, but it was the wrong thing, which is, yeah. very, it's a very easy thing to do in today's day and age. So, um, yeah, no, I appreciate you answering the question. Again, it was just sort of a, uh, like I said, testing the temperature to kind of understand, you know, where are guys like you in 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 the thought process with how you approach the industry as a whole, kind of going forward. Um, and that that's 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 the next question is is like as this thing continues to evolve, we'll continue to have things like shot shows, shooter mm-hmm. symposiums, and things like that. You'll continue to run your classes and mm-hmm. and do stuff. What is the next step? Like, where where does the to get better as a whole, what needs to happen? Well, I believe with our repeat customers, it, it is to provide them more options. Um, basically, we, we, we have three choices on our menu mm-hmm. at this point. It's like, it's um, like In-N-Out Burger. It, it's, but, but, but smaller. <laughs> um, we, is there we, any we, secret we, stuff you can do though we, 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 we've got the, there, there is more on, on tap that can be done yeah. and um, precision rifle and distance carbine 
both block one and block two. I mean, really, those are the three SKUs at the moment that that are are, are available that that we're, we're running. Great. And precision rifle was really where my my heart is. You know, Fred loves it too. We both enjoy it very much. But we are having a lot of fun on this distance carving side because it it's available really dead to, to, to any shooter. Yeah, you anybody can come do this. It's not hard to to meet the minimum requirements to come get in this class. And there is more on tap now because of the skill set that Fred has that far exceeds any anything I understand how to do in other areas. Yep. As more folks from his organization retire and availability okay. opens up, um, I do believe the, the move will eventually evolve into offering things that we do not right now. Yep. Um, I'm probably not going to be directly involved as an instructor or coach in those things. I, I know where the lines are in my lane, and I'm not here to fake the fun. That's so great, though. That's great that you get that. It, oh, I, I, I totally do. So what I what I do think if, eventually is that Precor performance shooting is going to become my military contract entity because of the past performance. Mm-hmm. I've been in business since 2015. I have that standing track record. Mm-hmm. There are I mean, public record searches. You can mean I've, I've contracts I've done. It, it's it's, it, all it's available. Mm-hmm. So a new command that reaches out to us can see I'm I'm established and and I've done these things. Um, I still maintain it as my my business vehicle for the consulting industry relationships mm-hmm. that I do, but I think there is a potentially a need as we move forward and evolve for another entity to be constructed that additional personalities that come into the mix to offer these other curriculums that there will be another business vehicle created that's a, to, that's to do that. exciting. That, yes, I mean, you know, Fred, you know, partnership levels, you know, for that and and some of the other boys that are, are, are coming in to get into the mix. So leveraging the relationships we got with the facilities and the hosts yep. that we use. That's a big deal, man. Um, it is. It's everything. I mean, it, that it's, could it's be huge. the limiting factor for a lot of people that are do, that, that do great things, you know, that just don't have access to places. Sure. I mean, you can say that you have all these curriculums and things you can do right. and, and put it all on your customer to come up with the facility, the, the range requirements, right. um, shoot houses, uh, breaching facilities, things like that. I mean, that, that's just not something that uh, if you, if you do not have that, you do not have a complete right. solution. Mm-hmm. I, I need to be able to hand you an answer when I'm, I'm solicited by an organization, a, a department, an agency, a unit, that has a, a very specific task list, what contract we may be bidding on mm-hmm. to to execute something to that level. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's, yeah, I mean, wait and see, and and, and we, we will see how it goes as, as additional individuals and what their appetite's like on the other side of service. Right. Do they want to pursue a, a, a professional degree or do they want to teach and, mm-hmm. and, and get in this space? And these are all pros uh, as well, but... Um, I'm not going anywhere without Fred. Gotcha. So it, it's, you know, <laughs> he, he, he is the other half of this equation for me. So yeah, that's exciting, man. I mean, I'm excited to see where this thing goes for you guys. I mean, uh, again, I'm, I'm, we're only two days into three days. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot more for me to, to, to see experience and learn. Um, I'm excited for it. I've been anticipating this for a very long time. And again, I shared already like, 
my frustrations on the first day, my discoveries, my my discoveries and my my uh, my aha moments from day two. And uh, there's something to be said for coming to like the ex- the extended periods, like so many people off- offering like you know six hour day on a Saturday or whatever else, but. There's so much to be gained from these extended, you know, extended, you know, courses, you know, as you go through the different days, because it all builds on, on itself, but it also allows time to ask extra questions, to really dig in and understand things at a deeper level. And I think, you know, I I was talking with Blake a little bit about this too, and that is that I, and, and that's what he was discovering that his, the feedback he was getting from his, from his repeat users was like that they really enjoyed being there for those two days and the investment that they were making was like look man if i gotta travel all the way and i gotta do all this and for one day it just makes sense like i'll pay the extra couple hundred bucks sure you know whatever to get the extra days maybe spend the night in the hotel or whatever else for the concentration of value and wealth that i'm able to extract so that that, that that's that's a big thing and i i think you know, when I look out there and people are like, I'm just doing the one-off class or I do, you know, this class on Thursday and these classes on Saturday and Sunday and whatever else. Like, I think, I, I think there's value in that if you have something to provide. Sure. Um, you know, you mentioned Joe a couple of times. I spent four days with the dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and God, I mean, four days felt like four weeks worth of information. You know, there was so much there. It was so dense. And yeah, like and he like, was going easy on you. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> totally. Like the like the last couple of days, I've been drinking from a fire hose. Yeah, but I I love that environment because I can really like, dude. Like I'm I'm just taking notes. I'm writing. I might not remember this in an hour, but I can always come back to it. the The point of this is is like this this uh, you're enveloped. Like you're you're completely immersed in this immersive experience for a couple of days. I hope that that those those guys out there that have something to provide, like you guys that can do this, do more of it, and that the consumer recognizes the value in instead of taking four six hour classes, save your money. Do that. Like I'm sure. not saying there's anything wrong with that, but save your money and 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 really invest wisely. Ask your questions, do your research, shop wisely, but get into these things because I think you know what you end up taking away is way more than for me is way more than distance carving, man. I, I would encourage every instructor out there that, that does I mean, whether we're aligned or not to connect with your audience this way. I mean, it, it would be uh, immensely better for me personally, if I could leave my house in the morning, go to the range for eight hours and go home and sleep in my own bed like a normal job, right? Like it, five, it, right. it would be, it would be immensely easier on my family and everything else to, to, to do it that way. No instructor, uh, I, I think would disagree, but I would say these, these immersive, these, these trips where, where I encourage the onsite lodging and things like that to be able to, we can stay together. This feels like the TDYs, the team contracts yeah. I used to run with the boys. We would go to Sun Valley, Idaho for, a five-day trip, a five-day class, meaning I'm coming in the Friday or something before to meet the Advon. We'd be there for the weekend. Mm-hmm. The boys come in. We train. I mean, we're out there for 10, 11 days, living together, talking about this stuff, uh, campfires and whiskey out back every night. Right. And that's where the good questions come up. And, I mean, I really feel like that that, that immersive destination trip 
there are a lot of other instructors that like do that as like a, you know, platinum level premier yeah. special event where most of the time they teach their class and they go back and they're in their hotel room yeah. every night and everybody goes home at five o'clock. Right. That, you know, that, that, that's okay. And, um, you know, it, it is a definitely a way to be and a, and a road show to run, but coming to and being selective about the facilities. I mean, I, I am, uh, you know, reached out to and sought out by hosts that have, have places to shoot all over the country. And, you know, distance carbine is also a, a great test run for potential precision rifle locations to train yeah, as that's well. Good, that's a good point. I'm never going to run a precision rifle at a place I've never seen. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you tell me it has. I cannot go on Google Earth and and and, and know what I've got. I got to see it. I need to get it in the shooting position. I need to see what do the impact areas look like. Is it safe? Does it meet my requirements? Does it have the distance I need? Does it have all the things you say it has? And, you know, how many targets and, and what does it look like? Is it one little narrow lane cut in the trees mm-hmm. or is it a real immersive range that, that is more real world? Um, I, I, I believe I, I, I need very little in the way of, of, of just nothing but distance to do distance carving. So we can run this class in, in a lot of places that has, you know, six or 700 yards is a lot to work with. But to run precision rifle... I need a lot more, right. and and I know that is uh, that is going to be more expensive facility wise, but getting that hands on and, and, and doing a rep, seeing what the host um, is is like, and 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 what what things they provide, mm-hmm. what, what is the value there for for the facility fee? Right. That unfortunately I have to pass those costs on, on to the consumer. To the consumer, right? So are, are are you worth what my what I have to charge my student? when I have to add on airfare and everything else for, yep. for Fred and I to, to drag across the country to come train with you for a couple of days? And, and do I need to run two classes back to back to make it worth it because of how expensive certain yep. things are? But yeah, I mean, I, w- I would suggest if there is a way to make it work for, for other coaches and instructors and, 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 and folks out there, do more trips this way if you can. Yeah. And I understand. I mean, you, you, if, if you know guys have families and things like that, it, it's, it's, it's not easy, but... Um, you know, my, my family, my wife is very supportive of, of, of what I'm doing. She's used to it. I mean, we were, we were dating and I was doing this, mm-hmm. um, you know, on the front side of it. And, you know, I mean, she's got her own TDYs that she has to go and, and, and do for launch campaigns and whatnot. So, um, we're, we're very accustomed to living out moving of the suitcases and, and moving around, but it's, uh, you know, life's on the road. I just need to be near an airport. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I I think that's something that people should consider, you know, coaches should consider, and the, again, the end user should consider in terms of how they invest their time. Uh, and again, research wisely and, you know, do your homework, ask questions, reach out to people or whatever. But, you know, uh, again, uh, the the value that you can extract from being around the, the thing beyond just the class time, yeah. I think is really important. And it, it, it speaks to also building the community and, you know, creating connection. So as a, as a business owner, the more time, if you're doing a good job, the more time you can spend with people, the more touches you get, the more value that builds the, yeah. and likely the more often you'll have them back. So, um, again, I don't want to beat that up. I just, I, there's just been, I've had so many, I've had so many experiences and, and, and lately the ones I've had where they're a little, a little bit more immersive, I think is the right term. Sure. Uh, I, I've just, 
I've gotten much more out of. Sure. Uh, and in so many ways. Me too. Man. Yeah. I mean, everything I've ever done I, like this. That is a, so that's an important point too, from the coach's perspective is like, you know, if you got into this because you wanted to feel fulfilled, you know, and you really had like a mission that you were really trying to, to help people get better. There's the more time you spend around them, the more, the, the, the better propensity there is for making that happen. So yeah. uh, think about, think, think about those things. It's just, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know if that's an advice or a suggestion, but, but pe- people should think about that. So, um, you know, I, just in, in terms of wrapping this up, man, as we, as we kind of move on and got to get into day three here tomorrow, you know, I just, you know, with, with Precor, with um, what, you know, with what you're doing, how people find out more about you. You know, we talked a little bit about the social media thing and what you're doing and what you're not doing there. Um, if they want to find out more about the classes, they want to find out more about you, understand kind of those offerings that you're, that you're, uh, that you're providing and where, when they should expect announcements and how they look on a calendar, stuff like that. Where do they go, dude? Instagram right now. I mean, we're, we're, we we are mindful about the the the, the present climate over there, <laughs> and uh, well well said <laughs> the climate the, the the climate over there and and how, uh, how 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 tenuous that is at the moment and you know backup counts and things like that are not the way um, yeah. you know we there there are other platforms we're you know sussing out to see if that's going to be the move um, uh, you know a, a a bare bones Twitter account at the moment but. Really, I mean the 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 the, the speed of, of transmission of information, how fast it happens with social media. Yeah, um, it, it's it, it's quick on Instagram, and I, I'm confident that when we mm. go loud with what we're doing, it, it it's it gets through. It it'll get out there, and yeah. but but that's where to look. Follow the stories, follow the posts. Both Fred and I, I mean, we, we, we go hand in hand with these things when, mm-hmm. um, you know, when a, a class announcement comes up, but there are, there are other things in play that we're doing behind the scenes that, that are, are not for public consumption, um, that, that I've got to manage as well. Sure. So, so those things are, are, are important. They take time. They're priorities. They, yeah. they, they are priorities as well, but this is very much a priority as well. It, it, it is. It, it didn't start that way for me. It was something to do and give it a try, but I, I enjoy it very much and it's become very important to me. And it, it is a, it is an important undertaking that we get more educated firearms owners that, that can do this stuff and speak more intelligently to have these debates, whether it's within their own families or in their communities and everything else. Like it, it this generation has really got to pay attention and, and be careful for, mm. for the foreseeable future to protect Second Amendment rights. And the more education, um, you know, Mark Smith says it really, you know, well that like I mean, we're we're having these discussions with someone on the from the opposing point of view. I already have the rights. I don't have to defend. Right, I, I shouldn't have to defend right. what is there. Be firm, but. You're trying to change something that already is, is is okay, and it's happening, and they're winning, and they're they're doing a lot of that uh, every day. You know, rights are eroded, but also there there are some wins on on our side there, too. There are you have to count them too. You've got to yeah. count them. Constitutional carry is happening in more and more states. It's a good thing to see, and and it, it, we are we are getting there. If COVID taught me anything, 
this stuff is more important than ever. Mm-hmm. We, we've, we've got to get these messages out. That's and, why and, I'm here. and if there are more people we can help and, and, and get smarter on this stuff, then, you know, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, secondly, diversification. I, I, I cannot keep all of my eggs in one basket with just one lane that I, w- I was running um, any longer if, if, if I want the company to continue right. to grow. Um, working within the industry, industry partnerships, uh, consulting arrangements that uh, that, that we're doing now, um, I, we're, we're seeing solutions come to fruition that I'm, I'm excited about. It's, it's, it's the gear that, that doesn't exist that, that I, I want to use and, and work with, um, but it, it, it's providing solutions. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's been good. But but a lot of that is is at this time. Um, primarily social media driven and when the the move is necessary that we need to go somewhere get, else get that that message out somewhere else we will and it'll probably follow the trend that uh that, that most a lot of other like-minded people. individuals right. are doing at, at the moment um but you know then again i mean i we, there are some contingencies that uh, I'm not prepared to discuss right now, but, um, you know, with the theme of, uh, stay ready, so you don't have to get stay ready. Stay ready. Yeah. Um, you stand in front. Uh, we, 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 definitely, we, we, have some levers to pull. Um, I, uh, never jumped out of a plane without two parachutes. So <laughs> I appreciate that. That's a really great place to finish, man. Uh, like I said before, I am, I'm uber grateful to even be here. No, thanks for coming. I appreciate the uh, the time that I've been given so far, and particularly this this sit down and getting to understand getting to understand you a little bit better and kind of where you're coming from and and how this all happened. And uh, it, it 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 provides a, a little bit of a different foundation. And I'm I'm pretty confident that people listening to this now will get it right. Cool. Like again, and what started as a conversation in an elevator, you know, six months ago or whatever, to, or whatever, whatever that was till now, not quite, but, uh, t- till now to how this has evolved. Um, I think that's how these relationships should happen. Sure. And, um, organically. You know, yeah, exactly. And I, and I hope that people, you know, listen to that and they, they, they get how important that is and that they, 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 they spend some time listening, right. Just for a little while. Just, just listen a little bit and, and you decide for yourself if you like what you hear. Don't listen to one thing and decide, right. right? Listen, listen to all the things for a little while. And then if, you know, if you go a little while and you, you decide like, that's not for you, great. Then it's it, not for you. That's okay. But, but, but in this case, like, again, like I, I only need to listen for a little while to where I decided like I needed to listen to more. And while it took me till now to get here, I was pretty, I was you know, I was pretty locked in pretty, pretty early on to like, this is something I feel like I need to do because, um, I felt compelled. And, uh, so I, I hope that this, the message gets across to people that there are different people out there doing different things. Um, and it's, it's not gonna, it's not always from, from people that show nothing but flashy shooting videos. Cause that's not what you're going to find on you and Fred's page. Nope. Uh, that's just not what you do. Um, but when you get out here, you recognize this is being taught at a, uh, this is my my take. There's a higher level of conversation that's happening here than you're ever going to get on the internet. Yeah. Uh, period. End of story. And uh, if you're if you're satisfied with what you're getting from the internet, and that's how you want to make all your decisions and you know all your training, that's where all your training solutions are. You do you, boo. Go go out there and do that. Yeah, you're leaving a lot on the table. But that's the point. 
I think you're leaving a lot of shit on the table. And uh, so I would encourage you to come out and check out, uh, check out Precor and the things that they're doing. So uh, once again, man, thanks for your time. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me out. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Iron Sights. If you enjoyed our conversation, you can support our mission by hitting the subscribe button, leaving a review, and sharing the podcast with a friend. I'll see you on the next episode.